one, two, three, four. Happy New Year and welcome to the Personal Jukebox Podcast. We're back again for 2021. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, my name's Simon. I'm the host of the Personal Jukebox Podcast. And today I am joined once again by the man who had a social media basically named after him, Simon Ingram. How you doing? Yeah, really good, babe. Really, really good. <laughs> I have just got to say, Stu, that is a riffing off. Uh, do you appreciate yeah, it? Yeah, honestly, I've, I've, yeah, I'll shout out every time. But. Big thanks to Mr. Stewie Dutton. He's scared to come on the podcast, but uh, he, um, he knows how to write a tune and have a he bit. Does, yeah, I'd love to film him. What, doing his work? Yeah, like, <laughs> and like, like, you could do like a really artistic one of him outside with the rain, like, as he got to that eclectic end. <laughs> He's he's got as well, not only is he doing rock songs, he's also doing um, like orchestral pieces and things like that. Oh, God, God. I thought you were going to say dubstep. (laughs) No, (laughs) (laughs) he's not doing dubstep. Actually, I I think he has done some dance tracks as well, though. Um, Yes, so I'm joined with with Simon, Lil Soy here. Um, We're going to be looking at... We're going to be looking mainly at the Offsprings Americana album, but you know, having a bit of a, a bit of a look, a bit of a sniff, a bit of a scratch and sniff of Offspring in general as well. What have you been up to? Not a lot. Uh, not say not a lot actually. Uh, quite a lot actually. Uh, we uh, so we we managed to get the recording in. Yes. Uh, for the Jif Not Sif EP, so yes. that was, we we got that in. Uh, it was meant to be over a period of four weeks with all the the rules. We managed to cram that into just one weekend. When so do you it, think that'll be uh, out and about? Yeah. Um, it, 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 because it's, it's kind of bought, as much as like the year was going to be a bit of a throwaway. We're just yeah. glad something positive came out of it in the end. But yeah. um, it's kind of pushed our plans along a bit because the idea originally, of course, was to get the prep released and then mm-hmm. you, you do shows to back it up and then probably even a tour. Um, so yeah, so really, I, I think we'll sit on it. I think we'll, we'll probably till at least January, at least sit on it at the minute yeah. now because we think there's not really going to be much call for. When um, when do you think, in your expert opinion, that we're going to be seeing? Um, Live gigs, live venues yeah, open. When do you think? It, it's the call to ask, isn't it? Because I mean, people are booking them in for next year, aren't they? The, the, are they booking them in? Yeah, they're, they're, a lot of the ones that were postponed from this year have been penciled straight back in for this year. Yeah. Uh, you've got to think that you know the concert promoters like Live Nation, as big as they are, they're only going to survive so long, aren't they? As much as like, much like yeah. little promoters, you know, are going to go and gone and got people will buy mm-hmm. up this and that. But I, I really can't see it being much longer before they're forced to. You got boxing on, and you. I mean, there was the fight the other night. Granted, what was it like? Two thousand people went. Was it to the Joshua Did there have fight? People there? I didn't yeah, watch it. I, but, I think it yeah. was like two thousand people. They managed to get into that, and it's just not going to be a call to be dragging a crew around the world for two thousand people in a, a venue. Is it? You, you, <laughs> no, not at You all. haven't got the pay per view presence to back it up and to make it. You no know, sit what, back on the millions. So no matter it, what your gate is, you can't charge I mean, like five hundred quid a it, ticket. Can unless you? you kiss. Have you seen what yeah. Kiss are doing for no. New Year's they, Eve? They're no. doing that Dubai show. Oh well, yeah, and it's like oh, I was not one to miss out. Cracking up because it's like they've got all these special edition tickets you can buy, like where it's not just like a ticket for the live stream. You get like a T-shirt or a vinyl pass, or you'll get like a question. 
oh, your name added to the end of the credits on the DVD. And it was like... <laughs> it's like, like a Kickstarter. Like two grand. <laughs> like, for, come and spend New Year's Eve with Kiss. Two grand. Man. Honestly, they're, they're just like, oh. Yeah, they, they know how to monetize it. They and... really do, that, don't they? Honestly. Yeah. Everything you could possibly think of. I just thought, you know, it'd be a nice thing to do. You know, do for like $10 and get, <laughs> you know, just think like we're giving this back to the fans, which ought yeah. to be fair. But... And you got to think if they're doing that in Dubai, they're getting paid. It's, it's a board mm. show for starters, oh, isn't oh, it? Oh, yeah. You're going to get like yeah. your five million guaranteed, aren't yeah, you, before yeah, yeah. you even got off the plane? I can guarantee that. I don't no, think Gene will survive the heat. <laughs> I don't think he will. How many of them are original members? It's still all two. I two think of them, yeah. Just him and Paul. And him and Paul. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Because it's the other two. They. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> just so makes he... me laugh. It just makes me laugh. Yeah. I, so I, I generally reckon it, we, we're talking. I, I, I would say that summer festivals are gone. I, I, can't, yeah. I can't see them having any way to be able to open up Reading or Leeds or, or downloads. Glastonbury, even if it's Glastonbury, wasn't that, did that get yeah. cancelled last year or was it? Yeah, I know every, Download did, didn't it? Definitely. Yeah, because it's every yeah. other year, isn't it? Yeah. 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 But yes, yeah, I, I just can't see how they can have any justification to open up a field with 100,000 people and say, have fun. I, no, I just, I, I just can't. I think we're at least another year away and from the that. The reduced capacities that they're putting out there, like what are the football grounds, like 2,000 people? Yeah, like, is it like tier so three? You, you, can't, you can't do a festival and have, say you had 100,000 there normally, okay, you can have six. <laughs> it ain't going to work, It's not is feasible, it? yeah, unless nah. everyone's going to be paying, you know, four grand a ticket. And where's the atmosphere going to be? And this yeah. is what I mean, no, so I can't. I think this year's a white again. You'll, I think you'll start to get some gigs in, and I think some places will. You might get like the academies and places like that that'll start doing stuff. I think just to, mm. you know, with limited kind of like buy your ticket up front and you know yeah. no entry after so long. And I, I get all of this, and you know if they really have got to get to the stage where we're going to be drawing squares on the floor, and oh, you can't go God. outside of your. Your, your square it's and just, stuff like that's that. just right it's, to be that's, that's, it's, it's basically an incentive it, not to keep in your is, square isn't it it's just it, I think <clears> it's just going to push a generation of these kids to get out of the playing live there and that, that, that's what worries me that it'll become the norm not to, to choose whether to play live or not Oh, it could be like a, a career choice. People will thing. get yeah. so far just on the yeah. basis of releasing stuff and putting a video on, you know, whether it's Twitch or TikTok, mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. they'll mm-hmm. get so far off the back of people not ever actually having ever seen you that it'll yeah. become yeah. normal. I mean, how many of these ones now break and then, like, all of a sudden, oh, I don't like playing live? <laughs> There's a lot, though, you know, like these ones that like made the millions off the back of stuff and then, yeah. like, all of yeah. a sudden they go into semi retirement off the back of the fact that, and yeah, I, yeah, so I, I, I think this year's, yeah, going to at least be another kind of down and out and then. Potentially, it's just another. It's really depressing to think, isn't it? Another t- like twenty twenty two. Like just write off another twenty years. Yeah, year, another year. Yeah. It's rubbish, isn't it? Like we'll we'll get off that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's As, depressing. Aside from that, what you've been up to since? You're back at work now. Yeah, back at work. Yeah, yeah. Beating up with that. And um, yeah, so yeah, so we did the did the recording. I've done a documentary. Uh, oh, yeah, for the off the back of the, uh, the the recording, that was just a kind of like it was more to do with telling the story, putting the band back together. It yeah. was just the fact that obviously all of this crazy stuff happened in between that caused into the narrative, mm-hmm. just in a kind of a natural way. Um, yeah, so and um, yeah, I've, uh, Christmas presents. I've done everything. I'm usually like the one. Yeah, of course. L- little peek behind the scenes. This is actually being oh, recorded yes. before. Oh, no, no, yeah, that's yeah. cool. That's the lottery cool. numbers yeah. for January first. <laughs> tell you from last week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm all sorted, all done, completely. Yeah, like, genuinely, like I did a big shop last night. I've I've been looking forward for two months to do the big Christmas shop. Oh, you went and did that? Did you go like proper early in the morning or something? No, I didn't finish work until like seven o'clock last night. I got back here and me and Lindsay got in the car, went up to big big oh, Tesco, smashed it. Um, obviously, two trolleys. No, we didn't do two two trolleys because we didn't have to do a normal shop. It was just like the Christmas stuff. Yeah, and she's we saved up the vouchers and everything all year. And it came to, I don't know, 
300 quid, but we actually ended up paying 83 quid Bargain. by the time all the vouchers had been put in and everything. Bargain. Cracker. Tell you what, club points go far. <laughs> club three. points, plus uh, like extra discount and stuff of like course, that. Of course, because yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. So, I've treated myself to homemade um, porn star martinis, which oh, you sampled yeah, just. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Uh, but, I wonder why you get the good stuff out, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> I've got still forgotten all that to get the actual passion fruit uh, juice. <laughs> but, yeah, it's, uh, we're but set it's, for Christmas. It's a good feeling. It's because mm-hmm. we're like driving past Mary Hill and it's like mad and we're just thinking, yeah, we ain't got to go there. Yeah. It's, it's, it's nice. It's, mm. We did have mm. a bit of that early buying guilt where you buy early and then sometimes you think you haven't got enough. You think you've made it almost too yeah. easy for yourself. Yeah. But, oh, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Because it hasn't been the normal. Yeah, yeah, because we haven't had like, the last panic. minute like rush of just like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. so ready for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, good, yeah. good, good sex life. Pretty damn good, actually. And they say lockdown's killing it for some people, don't they? They really do say, like, it's going the other way for some people. Like, the sight of the person makes them sick. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, yeah, you yeah. poor souls, I know, man. That's what I mean. Yeah. I don't have the issue. As long as your girlfriend's not there, you're fine. <laughs> Crack on. <laughs> right, so, we'll get on topic. You know, look at the offspring. Um, how... How did you get started with the Offspring? offspring what what were, brought you into them? Offspring were one of, my, one of the very first ones um, because when I first... One of your first bands you were into? Yeah, well, like one of the first ones that actually I, I ever actually... How can I put it? Like studied like, in a way like because... your band kind of thing. Yeah, because yeah. we, we, when, we, when I first started playing drums down the source in Words Lane when I was yeah. 14, the, the game, like they put like this half-term session on and at the end of the week, it was like you'd learn the song all week and then like you'd perform it at the end of the week. Okay. And the song they gave us was Me and My Old Lady off uh, oh, Extend yeah. the Humbray yeah, yeah, album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was, it was because we wanted to do an Offspring song. Yes. And it was the only one that wasn't... You know, like like that, which you know was just like way above <laughs> my, my level at that time. So we yeah. picked a, a one that would have a nice sample, easy How many years younger than me, are you? Uh, I'm 36 now, so... 10. Okay, so you're... <laughs> 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 so it's like six years. Yeah, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it was so it was like with all the like you'd hear like obviously well into rock music by then mm. and you'd hear it and a lot of it was just like you love the noise, a lot of it was just you love the attitude. Yeah. You weren't really yeah. listening to what they're doing. It yes, was just yes, 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 yes. the appreciation of it in general. But that was when I actually had to put a song on and you actually write forget the guitars, forget what they're doing, what's mm-hmm. it doing. So it was okay. one of the, the first kind of one albums that I properly kind of I suppose you could say studly listen to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As kind of like a, something I do now, obviously, when you listen to new yeah. things and when you buy new things, it's an appreciation of... Were you were you liking, like, punk stuff? Oh, yeah, well before then. That. Yeah, definitely well before then. Definitely yeah, well into the punk. Definitely well, you know, because, yeah. you, you know, they all come as a package, don't they? Because if you yeah. listen to, like, Offspring, you listen to Green Day, you listen to Green Day, you listen to Rancid, you listen to Rancid. You know, it all kind yeah. of comes because they're all so few on the label. You know, you've got your Epitaph records and... Because yes. they're so label based, and because it's like a, I, I always class punk as like a bit like hip hop. Mm. The label almost sometimes become more famous than the bands that are on them. If you think to like the NWA with like Death Row and the big thing with Bad Boy Entertainment, yeah, it, the labels and exactly the same with punk. You, I think you touched on this, didn't you, last time? Basically, said you know how MTV basically oh, created yeah, yeah, a with, genre with, as yeah, such. Yeah, yeah, in effect, in effect. Yeah, but yeah, it, I, I just find like when you've got big labels like this, and then you find that because the bands tour so much together. Mm. You get like a package. It's like the old shows from the fifties when they used to tour like the old record labels in the fifties. They'd all be on a bus. 
and they turn up and like they play one song each and then yeah, they move yeah. on. Very much kind of like Roadrunner do it a lot, don't yeah, they? Road Roadrunner, Road you know, like with they, the metal. They do a lot of that. The amount of times that I've seen um, Roadrunner CDs or tapes given away yeah, with magazines, I mean, they, they've done yeah. a really good job over the years of doing that. Yeah, the kind of a nuclear blast. I think that they, they they've got quite mm. a good roster of like even mm. bands that have left them do stuff for. Yeah, so yeah, so really it was one of them ones you kind of come across on. You know, as everything else, but yeah, first band I'd really studied, and it's like when you didn't really understand production. What album was that? that era? Ixnay the Hombre. That, okay, that, yeah. that was that tune from. Yeah. Just, just what you don't understand about production, you just think everything they're doing on that CD is live and you think yeah, everything yeah. is, you know, that voice, yeah. how does he sing like that? How does uh-huh. he... Yeah, then you, obviously when you go through and you realise, yeah, they, they do a lot of the knob turning and, <laughs> and make it sound <laughs> like that. Got it. But yeah, so really one of the first bands, as I say, that I really truly appreciated from a musical point of view. That's cool. I mean... They were formed in '84, weren't they? Originally, early on, very early As on, I think. Yeah. Mani- manic subsidal. I, I knew there was something different. Is it manic subsidal? Manic I, was, I knew subsidal. Were, I knew there was something yeah. different, and I knew that he wasn't. A re- he was the drummer, wasn't he? Yeah, he was the drummer. To yeah, start I knew off that. With. I, I, as a random bit of drumming knowledge, you know, you try and pull yeah. from any of these people, but yeah, I did know that. They, um, it was a because it was '84 because it was there was a massive gig, wasn't there in, in LA? I don't and, know. A lot of bands yeah. spawned from this. Okay, yeah. Um, if you read the No Effects book. The yes. uh, hepatitis BAFTA one, they allude to it. Uh, I think Green Day allude to it. Oh, can't you? There's a few. There's a good four or five punk bands that mm. were at this show. It was the Dead Kennedys. It was at this place, yeah, Dodgy yeah, Bive yeah. Bar in uh, in LA, <laughs> and, it, and everyone was. It just turned into one of them. Just nights. It just went mental. Just rides, and I'm just, that night, I think, just that energy of that night spawned all these. <laughs> bands to know. kind of and that's what then too. that's what then around the 84 yeah 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 it was, it was around I that, know, right? that, that a lot yeah. of them allude to it like, since like they, they all talk about like being dropped off with the parents and trying to look cool <laughs> and then the second the riot kicked off they all wanted to like jump back in the parents minivans and, like, yeah, <laughs> it was the older but, like proper punk rockers they were giving it some yeah. one of them proper typical yeah. you know the skinheads probably turned <laughs> up and it was probably something like that but yeah it's a very famous gig that kind of spawned a lot of angst okay. from that night and a lot of the stuff came from there. Okay, so they were formed, weren't they? Um, obviously, you got Brian Holland. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Brian Dexter Holland. <laughs> um, he was, as you said, he was the original drummer. Yeah, And he moved say, on sure to be the vocalist. Hearing that years ago. You got uh, Greg, Gregory Creasel. Was it or Chrysler? He was the original bassist. Oh, oh uh, the Greg K was always known yeah, as Greg that's K. Probably the reason yeah. why <laughs> they had a big falling out. But he is—he's either one who's only recently left. Obviously, we'll probably, about ownership we'll, of we'll the, come on to it because they, they, yeah. they've eventually sold rights but yeah, yeah that's right yeah, yeah. yeah. Kevin Wasserman no sorry he's the drummer now um, it was originally Ron Ron Welty Ron Welty yeah he yeah, was, he was the one for like the main drummer and Atom Willard was he the original Atom Willard was the guy right so when Ron Welty left yeah um, he went on to I don't know he went on to start a band from scratch that's um, right yeah and then Atom Willard he, um, he filled in and I'm sure he went on to do Angels and Airwaves. I'm sure he went on to do... Okay. I'm sure when they had a hiatus, he went yeah. off with Tom and did that Angels and Airwaves. I'm sure... And then you got Pete. Well, he must be the, the, the Louis guy. Because they had, they had Josh Friesen, didn't they? I don't know. Josh Friesen's like... Yeah. He's a he's like a, a rock and roll like legend. Josh okay, yeah. He's, he's, <laughs> yeah, I've heard the name. Yeah, definitely. He, he was with Guns N' Roses for... Mm. for mm. You've probably heard him from yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah, actually yeah. wrote... Uh, the song Chinese Democracy from the Chinese Democracy album actually wrote okay, that. Okay, that's actually, one of only two good songs on that album. Wrote it, and he got uh, Buckethead in the band. Okay, he's a uh, he's a bit of a he's one of them kind of been around forever and ever and ever. As an aside, I was looking at doing Chinese Democracy oh, with somebody, okay. 
And I, I was trying to listen to it. I spoke to Neil, who I did the other, a couple of other podcasts with about this. I was trying to listen to it, but there's, there's so much. Man, I was driving along, and there's, there's so many tracks, and there's so much going on. It, it hurt my head to listen it's, to Chinese Democracy. I think, it, it, yeah. like five, uh, Literally about like six tracks in, I'm like, I had to take a break, and I phoned him, and I was like... <laughs> I'm trying to get through this album, and it's like really, really hard going. It is. Kind of thing. He, I think he, he was deliberately obtuse about it. Wanted to make it such I can a, so. you know, after that much time. Did you hear the story when he got given like a million dollar bonus, didn't he, to say, right, we're going to give you a million dollars to Axel, um, and this is your deadline. You need to make oh, it for okay. this. De- and if you make this deadline, we'll give you another million. But he didn't. He just took the million dollars and just tossed it <laughs> well, off. Yeah. Well, when you're at that level, they, they're going to keep coming back with a million, aren't they? Yeah. You know, when you're at that stage. <laughs> Yeah, but that, that I can say it was only a crazy thing because you listen to like when that Josh Free song you, you read interviews talk about. It. I think he was signed on. He was like I think he was the third drummer, mm-hmm. and he, and they, everyone was a musician was signed on for two years, and oh, it, it was, was like just a retirement, like a, a contract. Yeah. And then it came to, it was coming up to the end of the two years, and he was having negotiations yeah. about staying. And then it was well, are we actually going to be doing anything in the next two years other than just you know right. sitting in the studio, whatever, whatever else? He was doing um, Perfect Circle. Mm. On the weekends, I don't know. Perfect, so perfect. The one with that Maynard Keenan, and it was like his side project from Tool. Don't know. Yeah, early two thousands mm. kind of new metal. Mm. Yeah, and he was doing that, and then he ran off and mm. did that. But yeah, Josh Freeze. I think he recorded. I don't think he toured with them with Offspring. I think he recorded Splinter and mm-hmm. the one. What was the one after Conspiracy? Well, he might have been Conspiracy one he recorded. Yeah, he there was. A, he recorded two albums with them. Conspiracy of One, Splinter, Rise and Fall, right? Um, it might have been the Rise and Fall one then, and and Splinter. It was definitely yeah. Splinter. I can't. Yeah. yeah, they've had some good drummers. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they they the first album they put out was called The Offspring. Yeah, in nineteen eighty nine. What what are some? I don't know. I, I didn't pick up any tracks off that. I, I don't. I'm not going to lie to you. I, there's not nothing that lie. really broke, broke through, is there? I think a lot of the, the, the lot of the stuff that was from that didn't that, was it not rebranded onto the Smash album? Didn't wasn't it a lot of the like, demoed stuff and things like that? Oh, is that, that right? So, if, if I remember rightly, I yeah. can't be hundred percent. Because because they followed it up like um, a couple of years later, '92, they released Ignition. I can remember going back and listening to Ignition after hearing Smash. Ignition was like their first, I'm not, obviously, label release, I think you would call it. I don't well, they were the, on the indie label, weren't yeah, they? Yeah, that's um, what I was going to say. I don't think it was... What was the indie label? Uh, oh, I've forgotten. I didn't Nitro it. was their own, wasn't it? That's right, Nitro yeah. Nitro was their own. Columbia, they were on. Signed to Columbia. Epitaph, but they were Ep- on. Was it Ep- I think it, No, I think they signed to, to Epitaph for... Yeah. So which, whichever indie label it yeah, was anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. they're releasing, and they released obviously. Then they came along and released Smash off that. This is where I first. Yeah, turned yeah. It. I think it's, it's where really a lot of people we can see from our minds that aren't the Anoraks are gonna. Yeah, yeah. definitely. <laughs> no. I, I can remember like seeing um, just them coming on MTV mm. at one point, and and like this playing. <laughs> Yeah, and, and I remember thinking, like, this is, like, 94 when this came out, in the UK anyway. Um, and I think with that, the four chords riff, yeah. it was very Nirvana-esque, yeah. and kind of. And that, it actually came out, Yeah, this album, on the day they found his body, Kurt Cobain's body. Is that right? April 8th, 94, this Smash no album. Shit. Actually the is same. Right? Yeah, bang on the same day. No yeah. way. So you couldn't really get much more of a crossover, you know, like from... Yeah, like a little crunch to the, kind of, the torch yeah, kind of moment. Yeah, kind of be, but yeah, it's a yeah. bit of a weird fact. Yeah. I mean, this was big. I can remember um, 
going to like the Dorchester in Wolverhampton, <laughs> <laughs> like this kind of era, and everyone was mad into self-esteem. It was yeah. all over MTV at the time. It was huge. It was I never liked his hair at the, at the with the the braids. Yeah. Did he have the braids? Like yeah. the Axel's got him now, and he just yeah. funny enough talking about Axel. Yeah, I, I was never into that. Um, but this was massive. Yeah, really. yeah, absolutely. Um, this was the second single released, weren't it? Would it? Come out and play. Would that be yeah, the, the self-esteem. Uh, somehow, this only got to like thirty-seven on the UK charts. Th- yeah, they, they didn't plug the hell out. It, that, that's what they spent all the money on. Mm. Come out and play. If I remember right, they double the budget of the album. Well, we got this then. Yeah, come out and play. I mean, this was the first single. This only got to twenty-one. The, the, no, sorry, ninety-eight. This got to on the UK charts. 90, oh yeah, yeah. And, oh. and we were listening to some cool stuff in '94. Well, yeah, you know, it's not like yeah, it was out of the way for us. I don't think I was really buying singles. Yeah, there. it would have been like on import as well, wouldn't it, for a label like that? Singles, maybe. I mean, I don't know if I ever had the Smash album. I definitely would have had a, 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 a typed copy of it. This, you know, this this lead here. That lead always reminds me of them. Oh, oh, sorry. You know when Elf played that solo on um, what was the song on the Dead Square album that Elf played the song on? Um, not who the hell. One of them, and it had that kind of kind of lead on it, and it always reminds me of Come Out and Play. <laughs> yeah, this, both these songs were massive in America. In America, that was massive. Um, I say in England, this was 98. Obviously, it was Ravens, entrance music in ECW yeah. as well. That's how I like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure um, the bloke, that, that was one of their mates, famously, wasn't it? That They had like a, a, an old-fashioned punk. The guy that does that cube-ups at Baroody. Who is that? Isn't that him? I'm sure, no, I'm sure it's like one of the guys. They've got an old mate. How have they? And he it's came in and, and just did it. And... Um, and I think they plied him in. I'm, I'm sure there's a funny story where they plied him in and he got to meet Snoop Dogg because Snoop Dogg was in the next studio recording okay, at the same yeah. time. So it was kind of like, yeah, come down and do this little bit for us. And... <laughs> I, I forgot to mention this. Noodles. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Noodles, the, the guitarist, obviously. The, the rumour is, isn't it, that he only got given the job because he was old enough to, to buy the beer. To buy beer or something. <laughs> that, and then the, there is that whole thing that he was a janitor at their school. And yeah. I, I don't think he was at their school. He's that was much he? older than him. Yeah, I think, he, yeah, because he yeah. was like... I think he's, he was like I think when I think when this came out he was thirty four. Okay. Because Dexter's the only original member now, isn't he? Uh, like right now. Probably yeah, because I bet he wasn't. I bet there was a guitarist in probably yeah. They probably because they'd have been kids when they yeah. they'd have probably more so had a guitarist yeah. their own age, wouldn't they? Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> I just always have a thought with that album when you hear it because you've re- you've really got to put into context just how much that blew up. And, and I think, look, if I you, was there at the time, yeah, and, and if, everybody wanted to listen to Self Esteem and come out and play. If you were like at a punk label, and someone got on the phone and said, "Yeah, that that album, yeah, it's actually doing really well," and he's like, <laughs> "What? We need to press like another five thousand copies." Yeah, yeah, and the rest. Yeah, because you know, like in a business at that early time, yeah, yeah, yeah. Every, every CD you press would have been an outgoing, and you, you know, there'd be no point sitting on a thousand of them if you weren't going to sell. And it, it just astounds me that what we've sold a million, we need another million, yeah, yeah, we're going to need another million, and yeah, to do that, what, like 15 million in the end or well, something. It, it's the best selling independent label yeah, album of all I mean. time, and, yeah, just still like, now. The phone calls that they must have gotten, like you know, a month after when it's yeah, that we, we've sold that 10,000 you sent us. 
you what? You you ripping the you, you must be giving them away because you you, know, you can't, yeah, as much as you're confident about the album, I think you never think it's going to go on and sell more than you know. When was the last album sold? Fifteen million copies? Like oh, never. You, you ain't going to get it, are you? No, you're, you're never going to get it. I don't know. No. I think it was the perfect combination of being it's the proper right place, right yeah, time I'll, thing. Definitely, definitely. And it just hit. And I think MTV were behind it. They they paid a lot. They did. Yeah, six, it was the biggest biggest budget epitaph had ever paid out at the time. Sixty thousand yeah. dollars. Which is nothing, isn't it, really? No, which is... It's nothing. You know, and if someone said to you, you know, $60,000 to sell 15 million albums, you, you, you know, the biggest, sweetest deal in the world. But it, It's like the um, like the music equivalent of the Blair Witch Project yeah, kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. It's, yeah, ridiculous. But it gave them, uh, you know, at an early stage of the career, such a hell of a lot of bargaining power. to be, You know, like not to just be, oh, yeah, we had a hit. You know, like, yeah. you know, you have a hit single and it'll last a couple of weeks and sell, you know, 500,000, a million, and that's massive success. But yeah. to be going into your next album, I mean, good and bad in some respects, really, that you've got something to live up to, but to go into an album, you know, fit, well, we sell 50 million of these. Hey, hang on one second, because they had, um, obviously, this as well, off Smash. They'd got to get away, which was like the third, away, the yeah. third single. Um Again, in, in England, it only got 43 in the yeah. chart, but I'd imagine America, it's a massive radio play mm. song. Um, ele- sorry, 11 million. Oh, it's 11 million, sorry, yeah. 11 million. 11 million. Up till the end of last year, so, you know. Still t- bet, and it will still be, you know, yeah, still be people. if you went on Spotify, but it's still very heavily streamed. This whole album's really good. I can. Is it Nitro, the first song, which is, you know, good dog, dead goddamn motherfucker? Uh, Bad Habit. Bad Habit, Bad that's habit. it. Yeah, yeah, that's a great yeah, song, yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's, it's a really good album, and I think it's sort of like cross genres, like people like Gaz who were into their yeah. metal liked it. Yeah. Um, you know, other people who were into grunge at the time liked it. It was sort of a catch all. Yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah, good, good album, definitely. Definitely. It's a. It was just nice to hear Punk doing something slightly different, like with you know, with time signatures and with like beats and things. That it wasn't just like you know, listen, you know what you're going to get with most Green yeah. Day, most Offspring. I uh, much prefer Offspring to Green Day, like much. I, 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 over the years, I, I've matured. I, I definitely think so. I, it's nothing on Green Day as such. I just, I think you like, you know, you listen to three albums and you know they could all just be the one, couldn't they? Really? And yeah. Then there's not much difference. And surely all the Green Day albums sort of run into one until American Idiot. Yeah. 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 I, I don't know. I haven't listened to them in depth, but that's I'm just, just not a big fan of some of the new stuff they've come no, out with. God, just, just no, really, no, no, really no, no, not. No. Uh, no. So yeah. Anyway, they had all that stuff from Smash. The follow-up album was called Ixnay on the Ombre. Ixnay on the Ombre. Yeah. 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 Um, that was released in 1996. Uh, it got to number 17 on the UK album charts. They had two singles from it. Uh, the first one was All I Want. Tune in it. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Day after day. The club mate EP was that oh, after Smash or was that after Ixnay? I don't even know. They had a, a club mate EP. Um, it's only like 
I think it's got a song off a Batman soundtrack on it, oh, okay. and something else. I think it's only about four tracks. With, with something to, to satisfy a contract to a label, and they had to put something out in between. So we, sometimes contracts sti- contract stipulate stuff like that. Yeah. That you have to fulfil an obligation of an album, so you just put out like a little EP, and that yeah. gets you out. Because I think they, they, I think they went on to Columbia. Was it for Ixnay or was it for the next album? They, they, they swapped to a major label from After one. Smash. Yeah. Was it After Smash? They mm-hmm. swapped because they retained the rights, didn't they? Yeah. Epitaph were clever. That's right, yeah. Really they, clever. They retained the rights for Europe, didn't they? Oh, was it only for Europe? Yeah, was it? Oh, okay. just for Europe. I, was gonna say, I know that there was a big thing about it because that, they were basically saying that, you know, yes, okay, you've done us a massive favour, but, you know, you wouldn't have had that favour if we hadn't done our little bit, so... Well, I, it's really weird. Like, music licensing and ownership of music and who actually owns it mm. and who has the rights to it is just mental. Runs deep, doesn't it? Yeah, Runs we'll, we'll get into that yeah, with this band, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's, it's all over the shop kind of thing. Um, yeah, so they had this, all I want, so they followed it up with Gone Away. Yeah, this was one of the... Uh, controversial's a strong word. Sounds a bit like Live Forever. Yeah, controversial's <laughs> a really strong word, but I think that this was one of the songs that kind of made fans not maybe look at this album in as much kind of seriousness as maybe the well, this smash. This was definitely not as well received as Smash yeah. in the mainstream. Yeah, I think yeah. it still sold well. Oh I, yeah, I, I, I imagine I, I, it did. I don't think I don't think it was. I haven't got a figure on that. But it's yeah. like when they always talk about like that Michael Jackson album that flopped and it still sold like 38 million albums yeah, or something. I know, you know, you yeah. think yeah, flop. Yeah. But I think this was kind of like another side to them they were exploring that maybe fans weren't really ready I, for. Maybe they kind of needed another Smash album before they maybe fell into this. I think with with Americana, which is going to be the main one we we cover, and after that. There's definitely not kind of a bipolar thing, I think, to the band, because they've got the big hits, like, sound as if they were ripped by somebody else, to the the punk tunes on there, yeah? Uh, Which is good. We're probably going to find, we're going to fall on both sides of the tracks, I think, I think you're going to like more (laughs) of the punk ones, and I'm going to like more (laughs) of those ones, yeah? No, but I think this is a tune and a half. I I, I, I like this. I think this is a really, 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 really decent tune. It's, tell you what it is. This, It's more of like a song as well yeah. than than, than a, a punk song. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? No, no, the, yeah. with, the, with, with, with the way it arranges itself, with yeah, the, with yeah, the ups yeah. and downs. No, it is. And I don't. I mean, I, I don't know whether there was something going on in his life at the time. I, I, had he lost someone? I don't. I assume he's got to be based on something or somebody or something in his yeah. life that you know, write stuff like that. So I, I suppose a lot did happen between them writing the Smash and the Ixnay album. So but meaning a life, me and my old lady. I was just talking about earlier that. She, Great tunes, just a really, really, really good album. I definitely have heard it because I've listened to them all like through. Yeah, oh yeah. When I yeah. knew we were going to do this, I listened to all the ones yeah, up, up to now. Some re- yeah. honestly, fantastic album. Do you, do you want to get into Dexter now? Yeah. Yeah. We'll get, <laughs> we're gonna get stuck into him now. Um, <laughs> He's like turning to prison break there. <laughs> we got fresh meat on the wing, boy. You want to get into him now? You want to let him have his chow for us? <laughs> you were like my big red from Shawshank. I saw that, oh, man. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the man that can get things. Oh, man. Dearly me. <laughs> yeah, he. Whoa. It's raining. It's non stop oh, for like two yeah. days. And now it'd be like more uh, artistic. Yeah, it'd yeah. be nice. It'd be it's like good. It's like the Riders on the storm. <laughs> 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 um, so yeah, right. 
Dexter, not Dexter Copperpot. What's his name? Dexter Holland. Dexter Holland. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Man. He's gone fat, hasn't he? He's, I don't know, has he gone fat? Yeah, man, he? he's massive now. Haven't we all, yeah, but you know. He, nah, he's gone really big. Man, I, I said to you earlier, um, I, I looked at something online which said, is Dexter Holland like the most interesting man in, <laughs> in rock kind of thing? He's like um, a PhD doctoral student. Yeah, I'd, I'd whether to say yeah. a little tenuous link now, but yeah, there he, is a bit he, of He published a paper on molecular biology on the micro RNA and well, HIV ge- genomes. You've, you've said it to so I'll, I'll bring, that's and it's quite clever, that that, that doctorate, the yeah. RNA, <laughs> yeah. it's exactly the same technology that they've used in the vaccine for the Pfizer for the COVID. Oh, it's is that RNA, right? yeah, it's, it's all to do. Oh, it's, no. it's basically, it's, yeah. it, it's tricky. Instead of giving you like a bit of a cold or a bit of a flu, yeah. RNA, it goes into your body and it gets your own genes and your own cells to create the vaccine yourself. It's, yeah, so it's just, wow. it's, he did it for, for AIDS, I think HIV, and obviously this is, you know, but it's the technology. So he, was, the same. he was in some way behind well, some basically kind of... the research he would have done would have gone on because Pfizer have been doing RNA technology for 10 years. Mm. So this, this vaccine we've got now is not a new development, it's been in yeah, development course, really yeah. for like 10 years. But yeah, so the, the work he would have done kind of directly or indirectly, but, you know, peer-reviewed papers you have to produce to get a PhD would have all gone into the wow. pot with this RNA. So yeah, well, you know, very, very weird tenuous link for where we are in the world now. But Yeah, yeah, it's that, kind ties, of like, that ties yeah, into a lot right now kind his, of thing. Yeah. yeah, kind of work he would have done would have kind of helped in some respects. Um, he's also a pilot. Flew around the world, didn't he? He did a 10-day t- solo flight around the world. Yeah, Amelia Amel- Earhart tried that, didn't she? Who? Amelia Earhart tried that. I don't she? know. You know that woman years ago, that, that woman, the, the big famous one? She crashed there. I don't know. I always remember the one who did it on a boat. What was her name? <laughs> <laughs> that, like, I always consider Oh, yeah, um, yes, the woman, yes, the, uh, yes. I always thought she was Helen something. Um, she, I, I can always remember working at B&Q and the advert used to come on, here I am on my car- caravan, <laughs> like something like that, <laughs> going around the world. Yeah, I can't remember. I don't know if it was around the world. Well, that oh. Willie Fogg, who went oh, around the world. It's a hell of a lot of hassle, isn't it? But um, fair play to him. Yeah, fair play for that. He did his gringo bandito hot sauce. Oh, so yeah, we mentioned that, yeah, yeah. yeah he's hot sauce. They all have to have something now, though, don't they? <laughs> Let me, you know, you have your motor red whiskey, you've got to have your... your te- what is yeah. it? The guy, what's it, Sammy Agar, he does his tequila, doesn't he? And they, yes. They all he, have a... Have you seen, like, the money he's making? I've, 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 only, I've only heard, but I've, I've seen, I've I, heard. And... He's got to be making a lot because, like, um, Dwayne Johnson's going on the tequila train oh, now really? as well, he's and he's released his, so oh. it's got to be profitable, you know what I mean? Because I know that he made loads even more than film. Dan Aykroyd, didn't he? From Ghostbusters, know. he yeah. made vodka. And okay. he, he made serious, mm. stupid money off the back of that. As well... Um, what's his name Dexter he loves surfing and he loves stamp collecting stamp collecting stamp, he's a massive stamp collector and he particular partic- uh, he is particularly passionate about stamps from the Isle of Man probably because there's only about four how weird is that <laughs> how random is that yeah. stamp collecting yeah he's got a net worth of 80 million dollars um, which translates to uh, 50 just under 60 million quid basically so bad is it 80 million so man, you to know. To say that they've really half asked it for a long time, really. You know, a lot of bands have really tried hard and probably got half of that. So fair play. Yeah, to yeah, well, yeah, they've I don't know. They were at the right time though. They sold when you could sell. And yeah, that, that was Well put it like this, he, he's had a good life, I know, and he's oh, having a good life. Fair play the to The one that. thing I think from yeah. all of them, it's like it, 
this was never really on the agenda to probably go anywhere, so they probably had the ease of it, kind of being the fact that, well, the band was going to last as long as it'll last, and I I've always got my school on. I always get the impression that they're like a kind of band who are enjoying it, though, as well. Yeah, yeah oh, very yeah. much so. Because they wouldn't have the to, craft. after this long now, yeah. they wouldn't have to be dragging themselves around places to I, be doing I, stuff I like this. I don't like it when bands like, oh, it seems such a pain for them to yeah. create a record, or publicise yeah. a record, or do yeah. shows. I, I ain't we, down with that. that. This is what I mean. Especially a lot of these ones that are moaning are the ones that are more than comfortable you know yeah. to be able to just sit back and just not be yeah. heard of ever again so i agree with that mm. when you've got to start having psychologists in the room to have a meeting and yeah definitely do, do, do. when was uh yeah americana yeah so right the pro- producer of americana this is the album we're actually looking at um it's their most successful album in the uk yep. charts wise got to it got to a top 10 position it was on the charts 56 weeks um it's only a 42 minute long album mm. It was released in November 1998. Uh, the producer is Dave Jordan. Uh, he worked on Facelift and Dirt for Alice in Chains. Because uh, they'd skipped away from that. That was Tom Wilson, wasn't it? That they'd skipped That's away right, from yeah. the previous one, yeah. Uh, yeah. He'd also done stuff with Red Hot Chili Peppers and uh, Mick Jagger and the Rolling Stones oh as well. Yeah. <laughs> dirty, he did dirty work with the Stones. I swear that many people say they've had something to do with the Rolling Stones. I swear people have just like, they've walked in a room once and they've just got the phone out and recorded him like, stepping. Like, yeah, yeah, I'll work with Keith Richards. Yeah, you know, I was, I was like, there. Because yeah. you know, if you asked any one of them who you worked with, oh, I don't know, someone sits in the room and presses play on it <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah Americana they moved to Columbia we said after yeah, Smash. yeah 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 I've made the bigger yeah this, I say November 1998 what do you think was the top song in the UK oh, singles charts uh, when uh, when this came out 98 I was I can remember this coming out 98 I was working for Staples uh, I remember when you were I remember when you were working uh, this was the number one UK track Believe. Yes, believe by share. Yeah, because it could have been something like, like Madonna or someone like around that, because they had a bit of a resurgence in the late nineties. This was a share had another like song since this, not like a big hit. I don't know. I mean, I can remember in the early nineties having um. What was the two big songs she had then? She had Walking in Memphis, didn't she? Did she yeah, was it, that? What was the god where she was sat on the cannon on the ship? Uh, if I could turn oh, back oh, time. No, that's her, yeah, that's Cher. How is it? Yeah, because she, was she all... wasn't wearing any knickers. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I'd still do it though. <laughs> what now? Yeah, oh, really? Yeah. She bought that elephant the other day, made me cry. She bought what elephant? There was a lonely elephant in a in a zoo somewhere in Asia and everyone else had moved and there was just like Pictures of this elephant, yeah, looking really sad in this enclosure, and she bought him and flew him somewhere and put him in this like habitat. No, and, yeah, I don't lesser. think I've seen Cher out in public for like years. So yeah, well done. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And the son's uh, daughter in it, or a daughter's a son. Yeah, one of the two in it. I don't know. The son's trans in it. I don't know. Yeah, what? Yeah, I'm sure. I don't it, know. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah, I'm sure. It. Chet. 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 Chez. Chez. Yeah, I'm sure it. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure it's him. I don't know. So he's just changed the R to a Z. Yeah, I think so. I mean, you would do keep your name the same as the checkbook. <laughs> Chess book. <laughs> okay, so keeping along the same kind of lions, one of our mate Neil Garrett's favourite artists. This was the um, the top album as well. It's gonna be Oasis. No, it's not. It's not Oasis. Oh, I didn't realise it was an intro to this song. Oh. 
vamp for a second, I need to get some cans. album didn't he like that was older and he was like Jesus from a child was that oh. all about was about that time he was doing all that this he? this was um this was a best of mm. this was a best of it was a two CD best of wouldn't surprise me I bet they, oh, went, I bet they ranked all the, the wham stuffed as well didn't they I bet they went back um, to um yeah Ning said that in the last episode that pardon me um George did the thing where he signed over the rights to a couple of big Wham songs, oh. so Ridgely would always have oh, a bit of some money. Did you know that he was married to Danny Minogue? Yeah. Andrew Ridgely's really? married. To, yeah, I didn't know that as well until last episode. <laughs> Still married to her? Yeah, apparently so. Oh, I thought she had a bit of a, a go with Kel, to but be honest. She, like, I knew there must have been something that was keeping her going, because she was appearing on like, them X Factor and them shows, and you're thinking, well, what has she done to warrant this? So she must have obviously been ticking away under the scenes somewhere for these yeah, names like in the mentions. music beers. Yeah, yeah, like actually, yeah that would make sense, wouldn't it? It's always got to be kind of yeah, yeah, know, something or something about that. Okay, we'll get on to Americana. It opens with, I don't know, like, what would you call it? Like an intro? Welcome to oh, America. Yeah. They, they do this on Ixnay as well, don't they? Please make your selection followed by the pound sign. Now. To me, an offspring album, that's kind of what I'm expecting yeah, straight away. Tune, great intro, great, yeah, just this bit, fantastic, the over, yeah, with the vocals and the... Do you, and the are yeah. you a fan of his vocal? I, I do like it. He can't do it the best live. I've only seen him once live. Okay, yeah. And, uh, and he, yeah, it led a lot to... I, I, it's annoying, really. I saw them live at a festival and it was obviously back when, and you've even got to think about how it would have been now, they were on after Slipknot. On the same stage, okay. Slipknot played, and then them. Where so, was that? At? Oh God, it would have been it would have been a Reading or a Leeds. Okay, because oh. they were at download a few few years ago. Oh no, this um, this would have been like like two thousand and four, five. This was mm. one. You know, you've got to think at a time really when they would have outranked Slipknot. Mm. You know, because oh, yeah. you, you not think they do. He, no, I mean like you know at the time like now yeah. you would never get them on a bill. You know, like you know Slipknot would be headlining pretty much every bill. Oh, they do you think? To. Oh yeah, massive. Yeah, definitely. No, I see in my thing, I think oh, Offspring are a bigger band than Slipknot. Mm. No. No, I don't no. think. No, I don't, I don't think it didn't well on the day, because and, and not even just for like the, the music style, it, the mixing. I think to go from like a big nine-piece band with crazy horrible guitars and GJs, and then have to mix for this. I think because yeah. it was such a short crossover time, I, I think their sound suffered on the day for it. They okay. didn't come across as well. Yeah, I can imagine live they could be very hit and miss, but I think a lot of punk bands I'd could l- be like that. Yeah, I'd like to have seen them. Yeah. just gone to have seen Offspring, just just to have gone to a. Oh, I like I like how there's a lot of the full sound ending. Yeah. 
Yeah, we'd go into the next track, yeah. Now it's the same, isn't it? Same, it's the same track. Oh, is it track yeah. two and three? They do that, don't they? Track two and three, I think, skip. Now you've got this now, this bit. Slows down a bit, doesn't it? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like it. I, th I think it's it's definitely. It's held up that. That's great. great. Yeah, 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 I love that. Yeah, it really is. Um. I'm sure track two and then three do something, don't they? Like that staring at the sun. Oh crap! And then it goes into another track, and I'm sure that that's like a seamless transfer one as well. If you can say like a punk album has a more grown-up sound, yeah, I, I definitely do think this Offspring yeah. album has a more grown-up sound compared to their other. I think this was their. This was meant to be like a concept album, a bit like American Idiot, wasn't it? Like their view of America. Oh, it was meant yeah, to tell yeah, a story, yeah. wasn't it? I think that was the whole. Yeah, 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 definitely. I mean, the, the themes of that song are like isolation and yeah. stuff like that. It sort of comes across as that kind of thing. So we go into, after that, we go into the next song, which is Staring at the Sun, which I think you said. And that goes a bit like this. Yeah, I think that rolls over. I'm sure it does. Hmm? If you listen to one, I'm sure it rolls over. I mean, okay. I'm sure it does. Simplistic. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, he does yeah. a lot of that. Oh, that yeah. That's yeah. what I meant to say about self-esteem. It's like got you know the most complex chorus ever in the world, hasn't it? It's like, yeah. <laughs> you don't even need to play. You just get everyone in the thirty thousand people just. <laughs> yeah. So, not being the biggest like you know punk um, fan and stuff like that, and you know I wouldn't class myself really as an Offspring fan. To me, the, if I was aiming at um, a criticism at, at, at this kind, at, at this album, I'd be saying, yeah, you know, it's more of the same, but is that any better than the yeah, first yeah. song? No, yeah, yeah, no, I agree, I agree. I, you know, I think um, that one thing they did really well in like the, that kind of that that early to mid '90s, and then kind of into the later '90s. Like a lot of the punk bands were very much kind of like, yeah, we're punks. They sang it, they had like their bits about the trendies, the gigs that you know yeah. they incorporated, and it, it, I think it's very much. It's an Orange County thing. It, it, it's, it's, it's hard to explain, but it's... A green guy from there as well? Yeah, it, oh, they no. all, yeah I think it's all... The, I think they were like the Bay Area, weren't they? Was, was, that, was it like the Bay Area? You know, I said or? they always seem to like, want to be there. Yeah, yeah. I always think Offspring kind of want to be inclusional, though. You know what I mean? They want yeah. people to come. Whereas a lot of punk ladies, they, 
Yeah, you yeah, either yeah, do or you don't. Yeah, yeah I, I think. But I think they did that really, like with separating like the weather. And it's, when you go to Orange County, it's like we drove through it and you see yeah. it. And you can kind of understand where they're coming from because it's, it's like overall we can say we've got nothing. Mm. And when I say nothing, you know what I mean? We haven't mm. got like places for the kids to go, all those kind of yeah, things. Yeah, I know what you're saying. But in the very respect of things, we're only like 10 minutes away from each other at your furthest. Like mm. you go over there, if you're poor in Orange County, you're poor and you're miles away from anything. Is if that right? I haven't been. So, yeah, yeah, if you're rich in Orange County, you're rich. Heads, heads up to the Orange County listeners. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, good shirt. Yeah. But you've got nothing there, guys. You've got nothing there. You've got a lovely beach. Yeah. But you've got nothing else there. <laughs> you're a cracking beach. Yeah, you are. And I asked a woman for some directions on a beach. I had a cigarette. She looked at me and she wanted to kill me. Oh, she, really? Yeah, lovely. Is that because you were smoking on the oh, beach? Probably, yeah, probably. She didn't like that. But oh. it was a lovely love. But you have got nothing there. And I can understand where these, like, if you're poor, you, you're going to stick with them, like, if you, and then the times you do cross over at yeah. that one party, you might end up both at somewhere. <laughs> so it goes wild. I think it is. It's, it is. Did you you went there with the specific thing because you wanted to go? Yeah, I wanted to see. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. You wanted, wanted to, to go there, didn't you? Yeah, because yeah. yeah, it was a lot. Of the, the the formations of these places are from these places. Yeah, so yeah, you, yeah. You wanted to see it, but it is a boring place. Is it really, really a boring, boring place? place? Really, like they'll talk about it in like you know the, the hindsight and you know like with the high life of being young. Yeah, and stuff. but yeah. yeah, it is really boring there because you've got. Well, you know when you because you can't drink till you're 21, can you? So like, if you're going to go out, you've got to be back by like 10, and it literally takes you to get from like the residential area yeah. to like the town. It would take you like three hours on buses and really, one, yeah. The, the LA transportation system is terrible. If you haven't got a car over there, you've nothing. It's yeah. Oh. So I can see where a lot of this angst comes from, really. Like when they talk about the Huntington Beach set and yes. like the Long Beach, set, you know, you talk about these yeah. different areas around there. And I think that I suppose as um, as a little Englander, you kind of equate them to oh well, Huntington Beach and that beach. It's like Kingsway for the yeah, Wordsley yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of thing, we'll but like, it's not. We'll, we'll yeah. go on tours of the UK. Yeah, I was talking to people out there about this. I'll go on a tour of the UK and travel less mileage than you just travelling out of your state. Yeah, like going to you know, one and, place. And I'll be yeah, doing like yeah. you know, top to bottom of England. Mm-hmm. You know, and yeah, there's less miles in that. Than, That's mental in it. Yeah, like, it, it is. It, it is. It's just it is, a crazy yeah. different mindset of just like getting your head around things. But I think that that alienation and that all kind of separation mindset that they have with just areas being, it's not like because we're, oh, well, London's an hour away. With them, no. You know, like yeah. they want to get somewhere. It's, Okay, yeah, that makes yeah, that's, mm. that's a lot of sense. And I didn't realise that there's like nothing there, nothing, nothing to do. Some lovely houses, amazing yeah. houses, and a nice couple of restaurants, but nothing that kids are going to want to do. You know, yeah. it's not, it's not like when you buy these five, six, seven, eight million, or whatever pound mansions next yeah. to you, you're not buying it with a kid in mind. It's going to be lovely set up for oh, you yeah. with a pool and. You oh Christ! Know, yeah, doesn't matter how very, you know, um, very insular, very yeah, just like, and it yeah, is all yeah. very much like that. You've got yeah. your acre, and you know, and it's yeah, a lovely that's acre. your bit, you yeah. know. And then obviously your, your next door neighbour's got his acre. Yeah, so very much like that over there, very mm-hmm. much. But that's why so many kids do escape to the cities and end up living really horrible lives there because it, it's just something different. I think that's something um, which Americans tend to do a lot down there. Mm. They move to different parts oh. of the country for. You know, jobs or it can be forced on it. States do it, don't they? Yeah, states do it. They like they always. That's why California's having a problem now because they were all just given them bus tickets. They'd come out of jail. And they could, and they'd have that many restraining orders on them in that city, and it was going to cost the government or their state so much money to find them somewhere to live legally. They've got to obviously do something for them, so they were just giving them more bus tickets, and that's why ended, everyone was ending up in California on them greyhound buses because no they'd have just psychiatric, psychiatric orders yeah. where they couldn't be around certain people, yeah, families, yeah, yeah. and yeah, friends, yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever the reason was. Yeah, they'd just pack them on the coast out to California. Be the Democrats' problem. Be the Democrats' problem. <laughs> yeah, and that's if you look at LA now. Have you have you, have you actually seen any the, the Video German in, in LA and it is and that's his that's his tag name German yeah. in LA. It's it's shocking. It's like 
we went a few years ago and there were bits of owners, but you look at it now, like all Beverly Hills, all yeah. Skid Row ain't Skid Row anymore yeah. because it's just... Thank God Sebastian back. It, it's just... <laughs> <laughs> and they know... <laughs> just... I'm, I'm sorry, I know no, we're not really on that point, but I'm sick. I, I read like Blabbermouth every now and again, and yeah. I swear every week there's a, you know, Rachel Bolan holds hopes high that one day Sebastian Beck may breathe with him. And, you know, it's like every week, and then every week they rehash the same quotes from like 1997. Yeah, well, you know, we haven't really spoke to each other. I mean, and then there's the comments about our Skid Row playing the local bowling alley again and yeah, looking for some... Yeah, and, yeah. We're making part three of our third piece concept album. That uh, yeah, we, I, I didn't I just, really get that. But just, yeah. Guys, know your market now. Yeah. People want to go out, they want to hear them five songs that you played back it, in the 80s. I tell you where it does disappoint me. It's, it's become... Well, we're going off on a tangent here. One thing, like, you know, the whole cameo thing. Yeah, like, mm. I follow Sebastian back on Instagram and all his stuff, he's like cameos and... Yeah. yeah. Yo, um... Happy birthday to yeah. Simon. He's named after a social media, Instagram. It's, it's <laughs> you know what really, I mean? It's, yeah. it's a worry. Yeah. yeah, But they really have got to stay relevant, haven't they? They're really, this is the, the fight. To, Relevant. It's the fight it's, for relevance. It really like. is. And it's not money anymore. And it, it's, you know, it's not money anymore. It's only a point when like, they're not... He's, uh-uh. I'm not saying Sebastian Bach's he's a billionaire, but I'm sure yeah. he's got a, a bit tucked away mm-hmm. in it. And he doesn't need to be, you know, as such as this book. Uh, it's, it's, it's the fight for relevance yeah, and it is, it, it is, is, and, it is yeah, and that is the maximumness it is yeah. it is it's all right. yes, and he's tangent. actually doing half alright with his voice he's not actually lost his voice as much as some of them have oh no he can no, actually no, still no. belt yeah, out still, maybe not sing, like yeah. when he was 21 but he, he, nah, he, nah, he, he's still yeah. got a tune in him but you yeah. listen to like some of them now and they really are flogging a deck of balls <laughs> I, see, I saw what um, Aussies 50% re- yeah, recorded apparently a new album yeah but like when you can sit in your living room and they just come up to you and <laughs> right, Oz, that's track two. Track three. <laughs> it's literally sold on his name, and yeah. I blame you, Americans, for this. Yeah, I really yeah, do. I, I, really, I yeah. so you, blame you, you for this. Give him ideas above his station. You, you give him a reality really TV show. Yes, they were good in the 70s. Yes, they, they, they triggered, but. And Ozzy's done some good stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah some, some, some. And some legendary stories, all of that, but you, re- you Americans have, you, you bastardised him in a way. really have, have because, man. And Sharon has just, you know. And Sharon's rode it to the back. Yeah, oh, oh, Fair yeah, play. It, it's never, she's, she's the like the shining light of Ozzy's career, yeah, really. It's never a bad thing to cheat on your wife if you know she's controlling the. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I, no. We'll, we'll get back on track. Yeah, he's we not get having, a He won't have a statue when he dies like Lemmy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the next track is probably your most well-known one. Listen to this. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Clever. <laughs> I got something to say. Yeah. Uh, who knew? Yeah. <laughs> Def Leppard. Who knew that it was off a Def Leppard song? Pretty Rock. Fly for a White Guy, obviously. Rock of Ages. Oh, yes. Springs, only ever, UK. Number one, pretty fly for a white guy. Uno, dos, tres, cuatro, cinco, cinco, seis. You know it's kind of hard just to get along today. Our subject isn't cool, but he thinks it anyway. He may not have a clue and he may not... Okay, so what did you think when you heard this? Tune and a half. Tune and a half. 
It and, is, isn't it? And it was funny because it really related to so many people you knew at the time as well. There were so many people walking around like with the... 98. Was this before Eminem hit? Or was yeah, it probably there or thereabouts the same time. Around the same it? kind yeah, of era, yeah. thought it was going to be, yeah, within that late 90s kind of period. But yeah, it just spoke to so many people you used to laugh at, didn't you? And it was, yeah, it was great. And again, you, you, the thing we'll play, you'll probably play up a lot on a lot of these podcasts. Mm. You've really got to appreciate to some of the younger kids maybe listening now just how important like MTV was because you didn't have Spotify and you didn't have YouTube. So of you'd course, sit and yeah. watch MTV too. And you know, yeah. you, like they might come well, on. This was M- MTV, MTV. So, but then they'd come on after a break. Yeah. And they'd say like, "Oh, we got this track coming up." You'd sit and watch the channel for an hour because you wanted to hear that because there was no other way you were going to get to hear that song in the next hour other than staying on to that channel. Mm. And I just you, people forget that, that the throwawayness of music now, where you can have six different screens up with different. But you know, and this is again, it was a great video. It was a great marketing campaign for this whole album. Mm. And, and it tied in well with the time. It was just so everything that was going on at the time with every other style of music, your rap and your new metals and all of those kind of things. It hit, it hit the, this was once for you, Boyd, the zeitgeist. Oh, Be- zeitgeist. He hit it because it was that pretty flow raw guy making fun of the of the wiggers. Yeah, exactly. For want yeah, of yeah, another yeah, term. Yeah, yeah that's um, it. It obviously hit the masses because it was, it was a number one in 10 countries. Mm. You know what I mean? That, it's it's their, their most commercially successful song ever on their most commercially successful album ever. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it used the Def Leppard intro. As you yeah. say, it, it sort of it sort of crossed boundaries, that song did. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. Brought, it brought everybody it's, into it. It's not it's not too punk for like you outsiders to think, oh, no, I don't like that, that's a bit fast or that's a bit loud. It's not it's... like their other songs. This is what I said about the bipolar thing, because yeah. it's a proper rock riff, that is. Yeah. And it's got the whole, give it to me, baby. Yeah, yeah, which is, um, yeah. Nina Futterman. A name is okay. who actually does that oh, bit. bit She's been in loads of stuff, games, TV shows, oh, okay. kids' TV shows, yeah. um, films. She's like a character actor, like a voice actor oh, for okay, loads okay. of stuff. So I thought it was just, again, like what we were talking about earlier, just some random person. Yeah, no, she, 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 she was off the trolls. She was in the trolls <laughs> movie and stuff. <laughs> she was Black Widow in the Avengers cartoons. So yeah. <laughs> um, right, this is one thing about this song, and this took me ages to hunt this down. When Radio One ever play Pretty, Pretty Fly for a White Guy, it's always a slightly different version. Okay. Okay, so I set off along the internet, and I was just looking. Ah, Pretty Fly for a White Guy alternate version. Yeah. So, Nobody, everybody. There was people on Reddit who were going, I've heard this version of Pretty Fly and it's different. Because you get random radio edits that like just radio stations make themselves, don't you? Well, I'll tell the story. Oh. And, and it was, people on Reddit were like, going, oh, no, you're a fucking idiot. It's always been like that. This is how it is. I've got the album right here and I'm <laughs> listening to it and this is it. But I found it and apparently it's, it's like, oh, crap, I'm trying to pay with my touch ID. It's a version of the song that was on CD2 of the UK... They did a two-part CD okay. single. And I, the only place I could find it was on YouTube. This is what it sounds like. Starts exactly the same. 100% exactly the same until we get to... Hang on. It's the chorus. Okay. Hang on. Where are we here? Yeah, okay. So we're going along. It's all exactly the same. But it's got, like, extra lyrics in the chorus. You'll clock it straight away. Now. So don't
Dönem Neşbe.
This was this was another sorry yeah pretty fly for a white guy yeah. massive single Cheers. biggest song they've probably ever had yeah. I think we'd agree with that yeah, probably... aside from maybe self esteem I think cultish you know you have got yourself yeah. but you know mainstream yeah. and, and yeah. maybe the next I assume the next one you're gonna play but um, yeah. that one might be the, the next one we played I think we had before didn't we on uh... oh was that on the, yeah. on the good chat the kids aren't all right. Stable offspring yeah. song that is, isn't it? Um, yeah, it was a follow-up song in the UK on charts as well. Oh, but they did quite well. Uh, number eleven. Oh no, I thought yeah. higher than that. Number eleven. That's quite um, respectable, yeah. I think, for probably um, eight weeks on the chart. The kids aren't all right. As I say, I think if you're picking probably a clever choice off this album as a commercial song for a, um, yeah. a compilation album, you'd pick this one, wouldn't you? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it ticks the most the bases. Yeah, really yeah. Uh, it had the big video as well. Yes, it did. Yeah, yeah. with all the the, the, the shifts and yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, telling yeah. the story of disenchant. Disen- See again. What's the word? Disenchanted you. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was one of them. Disenfranchised. Yeah, that's it. Disenfranchised to the point when really it just became like franchising became about the stuff they wanted, like the skating stuff, and that's always what made me laugh about this time. It was. All about anti-establishment. Like be anti- yeah, be anti-establishment, <laughs> but buy the new element skateboard. Be anti-establishment, <laughs> but you need these new DC trainers. And, Get tagging, and, boys. And this is what I mean. It was always that, that funny part of it of like the whole element of like the whole punk thing of like, and it was just like like only because like you're at school and like a lot of the like the emo kids that I would call them from then. Oh, you just you and your Calvin clients. You've like you, you've probably just spent just as much on those like ethnic trainers or ninety ninety. Seven, sorry, ninety-eight. What what year were you in? You were at school. In yeah, yeah. Well, I finished in two thousand. Last year, so oh. yeah, no, like, yeah, so like year oh. nine. Okay, year, year, year nine. nine. Yeah, that's right. This was this was the first song. You know, like when you have that kind of initial. I'm listening yeah. to rock music, and one yeah. of the pretty girls at school, the stereotypical pretty girls that yeah. Offspring would sing about, you know, with yeah. the jocks and whatever. She came up to me one day after a PA and and said, "Oh, that Offspring song's in the charts, in it. I really like that." And it's kind of maybe some like. Was it pretty gra- fly? No, no, that one there. Oh, that, that, that one. Yeah, 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 it was kind of like maybe her common ground of saying, "Oh, well, you know what you listen to maybe isn't as, me, yeah, as you know, as God. me, well, yeah, that song, got, me and you." Got, got, I saw her at pub not long ago. <laughs> well, before last. Like, yeah, uh, you're gonna name check her, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you no, thank you for the. It's a place with the carveries. So you, you know, know how many people ask me what's the name of the porn actor that song? No, honestly, literally six people. Me. I saw him again yesterday, and this is by complete randomness. Saw him again yesterday. I haven't yeah. seen him since like well before lockdown. Lovely guy gave me an up. We had a, we had a yeah, but he was telling me a story. Right, so the new girl that he's with now. Oh God, yeah. 
the girl that he's with now, yeah. right? He used to go out with a couple of years ago. Had a bit of a like a thing. Never really got anywhere with it. So yeah. she'd gone on with another bloke. Okay. Yeah. So this other bloke, they'd been together for a couple of years. Now got to that stage, probably similar to what we were talking about earlier. Got to the stage where he was saying that, like, you know, there's whatever. So they put a film on. Oh, a bit okay. of a film to kind of tempt the mood a little bit. Oh, yes, yes, And it yes, was yes. only goddamn Quentin in the film. <laughs> and I, I had to cry myself laughing because, like, the girl, he's come on the telly and apparently this girl's kind of got, oh. oh, oh. And, then, and, like, this bloke's gone, why are you, why are you, making, that, why are you making that reaction? What, what are you doing? What, what, what? Obviously, she knows Quentin. So they broke up off the back of them watching it. Oh, dear me. <laughs> Oh man, his, his legacy lives on. Oh as mate, such. honestly, absolute don, absolute don. <laughs> All right, well, um, on that bombshell, we'll be back in a second. Don't forget, you can contact the show directly, jukeboxpod at gmail.com. You can follow the show on Facebook, search for Personal Jukebox Podcast. On Instagram, we're also at jukeboxpod. And leave us a review. Help a brother out. Help the algorithms. Yo! Did you love that? I love that. I I'm, I'm not going to say I'm going to put it on Spotify later because I'll forget to put it on Spotify later. So I'm You're having it right now. I can remember going to band practice and picking you up, yeah? Yes. And that that being like a bit of a song yeah, of the day kind was. of thing, yeah. It was everything about it. <laughs> The rain, again, the rain. Ads dimension. What I talk to you, Stu? Rain, ads. Yes. Do you think Stu oh. could take a bit of the tattoo? Yes. Kind of thing. Tattoo. Oh. <laughs> I think it's this bit. Is it this bit where it goes a bit mad? Ah, oh, it's not. I thought, it, you know, it burst into that. Oh, yeah. Oh, this. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Probably the hottest act in the world at one point. They were like, for that one song. Yeah. Um, To anyone that's not enjoying... I recommend anybody... Put that on, full blast. (laughs) Uh, Pour yourself a red square toffee vodka.
with pink lemonade. lemonade. <laughs> just sit back, turn the lights off, and just the next time I'm on, we're doing what? a two-hour deep dive of that song. Not an album. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing else about them. Just, just have feelings on the song. I'll tell you what I have got, yeah, and you might be the perfect guy to come on for this episode. I've been working on this for ages. <laughs> just a one-hit wonders episode. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, God, you could have that, loads. Yeah, oh, yeah. I don't think they'll ever be one-hit wonders. I bet you in Russia they were like... Russia? They were Russian, weren't they? They were Russian. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure that that year when that came out, they were like Russia's entrant into the Eurovision. Oh, yeah. Because they were like... Uh, it, it was like, fucking hell, we've got like a headline act yeah. kind of thing for they the They were Euro the precursor Vision. to Pussy Riot. For yeah, what? Pussy, what? Pussy, yeah, Pussy Riot? Yeah, Pussy Riot, that, the, that massive punk Russian man that got put in jail. No, no, and, never heard of him. Yeah, they, they were like that really, they were like, they, they do punk band and they do yeah. three girls and they, they do like all the songs about Putin and, you know, like they got put in jail at one stage like, and like, then there was um, like Amnesty International came in to rescue them. They were, like a Russian atomic kitten. Oh, God, massively, yeah, without the lineup changes. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, 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 yeah. Atomic kitten with parole. <laughs> <laughs> but then Kerry Katona probably puts that on there. I bet, yeah, I, bet I was going to I bet she's yeah. done some remand, and she? Yes. Yeah. Well, she had to leave, didn't she? And yeah, uh, the yeah. other one, no, I can't remember her name. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. The other one, the other blonde one. It was like, <laughs> yeah. blonde out, blonde in, kind of thing. <laughs> Tattoo, though. Uh, back to our thing. We're looking Aww. at the offspring Americana. It's <laughs> just a down and out, that is. That's a <laughs> that raised you too high, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, the next song on there, on this album, Americana, um, a track called Feelings. 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 Yeah. It, it's um, one I would class as... <laughs> okay. Yeah, I don't think this is a... This ain't your favourite on the album, no. though. Here we go, we'll have a bit of this. Nothing more than feelings Trying to forget my Feelings of hate Imagine his, his lyrics, it sounds like really akin to a Weird Al song it, it, it sounds like they've done a cover of a song called Feelings Right, this is, it is a cover oh. It's a parody I, cover Oh, It is actually a parody it, cover of Morris Albert's song from 1974. Oh, see, because that's really random because I've always assumed that. that oh, it, really? Yeah, that it just sounds like they've done a really crap cover of a tune. And, <laughs> oh, well, there you go. Nothing more than feeling. Oh, see, I just had that feel to me that it yeah. wasn't like... You know, like you were just talking about, they have like two different songwriters. They'll have like the. Yes. It, it almost sounded to me like it's a tune where they haven't really written it themselves. They're going with a structure. Like yeah, it, there's yeah, a reason yeah, it's yeah, got yeah. to go there because yeah. there's a couple of elements of that tune that I. If I was writing or if you were involved with it, that sounds shit, but. <laughs> Obviously, they're having to Rolling stick with it. It's, this is bloody awful, isn't it? <laughs> well, it's, it's, a, it's a smooth FM classic. It's, it's a... Yeah. He was Brazilian, apparently, I think. He could almost be John Lennon. Feelings of love. Well, I think Ning said on the last episode that the Beatles are the most overrated band ever. If there's anybody who's overrated, it's Lennon. Sorry, yeah. guys, but no, he is. No, and, and it's only because it's relevant at the minute, because we were at that 40-year thing, aren't we? Didn't we have that couple of months? Was it earlier at the start of the month? Of what? Oh, God, he's dying. It was like 40 years, wasn't it? Um, it was like the start of December, I'm sure. It was like the, the, the anniversary. Of it. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, very hypocritical man. And like, Oh, Lennon? Yeah, I've, ne- I've never really quite... I tell you what, oh, there's, it's there's one a... thing to be singing about peace and love, and then the next minute to beating the hell out of your wife and child, in there. And, and like, I just think there's 
Serving, yeah. you know, fix the world, but I'm going to live in a mansion. There's a, there's a, there's a, <laughs> yeah, I know. Fuck you guys. There's a podcast out there. Um, hang on. It's called The Worst of the Best. Okay. Yeah. Um, and they do an episode in their back catalogue. Shout out to you guys. Um, and it is like the top 10 worst things about oh. John. Well, it's like 10 bad things about John Lennon. And they always pick the worst. Like they'll do, um, yeah. say they did the Offspring album and they'll put the worst song. But they, yeah, and I think they pick, oh, he was a wife beater as the worst yeah, kind we, of, and that, that's not it. spoilers. I mean, no, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. sorry to kill the illusion. <laughs> yeah, sorry but, and, and it's not to say that, right, you're going to make yourself sound very unfashioned and unfeasy <laughs> and unvery woke here, but and I understand the time that we were in, Yeah, there, there would have been a lot more of that and it would have been a lot more accepted. Oh, we're talking about the 60s. This is what I mean, yeah, and yeah. I'm not saying it was right, I'm not saying it should be justified, but I'm saying that we were, you know, that was a particular time when it probably wasn't that out of the common to... The Miffies gives you a bit of lip that you... <laughs> to give her you know, a backhand. Yeah, you, <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. you know, it's just to be making millions of pounds off claiming you're not, and then, yeah. Uh, yeah, he's a massive hypocrite. Oh, I think, I think so. Yeah, he's a massive, yeah. massive hypocrite, but, yeah. Right, um, the fourth single that was released off this album okay. in the UK, and it was in England as well, was, obviously, She's Got Issues. Oh, this is a I didn't realise this was a single. yeah. yeah. Imagine it's that one the record company float out at the end of the album to, you know, judge it a bit. Can we get a few more sales? I mean, the one thing that you can always get from any of these album tracks we've listened to so far, they've all probably been very heavily featured on film and TV. But, right, the tie into that is the video to this song as. <laughs> it's spelt Zooey, but it's Zoe de Chanel. Yeah? Oh, okay. You know the girl from Elf? Oh, yes, yes. She's yes, in the video yes. oh, okay. before she was in Elf, yeah? I mean, she spells her name Z-O-O-E-Y. That's Zooey, isn't it? Zooey, yeah. yeah. But, that's, but yeah. Zoe, Zoe Deschanel, she's a cute girl, yeah? She's in the, um, in the Jovi, obviously, from Elf. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Jovi. Like, John like, Bond. Like, yeah, from Elf, like Elf was her godfather. <laughs> you know, like, you know that girl from Elf, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um... Yeah, she was in that video. I mean, she, I, I haven't never seen the video, so no, I can't say. I, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I remember the kids on her right and the, the pretty fly for a white guy. I was mm. remembering them videos, but I can't... No. I, I, that's what I'm saying. I'm surprised this was even a single. i tell you what, the lyrics are actually quite good for this track. She's got it's, issues. It's, he's quite clever yeah. with a lot of his words, really. He, yeah. do, he doesn't really go for like a lot of the, like the, the, the fast punk rap kind of stuff that a lot of them do. Yeah. He doesn't appeal to a lot. Yeah. He doesn't do a lot of the slagging off of like... Governments and things as such, like a lot of bands, they'll really focus particular songs. I, th- I on, think like Trump or whether it was George Bush back in the day, and I, yeah, I, it, I hate it does, the issue. I hate the political issues. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that. I know. But yeah. you'll find a lot of punk bands go that yeah. way. But he yeah. might just be dealing with a crazy bitch in this one. You know, like she's got. <laughs> she's got I, th- I think that's a, a bit of a trope of punk bands, yeah. to be honest. Yeah. But yeah, like they're the only ones with a voice that matters because yeah, yeah, they play loud yeah. and in tune. Um, <laughs> I think that's possibly why I kind of preferred Offspring to, yeah, Green, to Green Day, Day and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I, I hadn't heard this song before I listened to this album. I had a single, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It got to 41 in the UK. Oh, Two weeks on the chart, blah. Cool. Uh, right, we'll go on to the next song, which which I think is possibly, I don't know, it sounds like a, a prison song to me. Yeah, is that what it's about? Walla Walla. Walla Walla. Walla Walla. 
back to the punk stuff. Very vandals. Very well. Very much like the vandals, kind of. Okay, yeah. Very, very similar to. Well, they signed vandals to their label, so I suppose it makes sense. They? Nick a little bit of a. Yeah. What's what's a vandals big son? Oh, they did uh, disproportion head. Uh, they did four three two minus one. They did. Uh, <laughs> Uh, my girlfriend's dead. Comedy punk bands. Comedy <laughs> punk bands. Girlfriend. Yeah, comedy punk. Yeah, he's it, 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 going on about like you know, it, it, will he get more sympathy off the next girl if he tells her all that his ex-girlfriend died? And the whole song's about <laughs> different ways that he could explain to his girlfriend, his new girlfriend that. Yeah, but yeah, the, the vandals were AFI. If you remember AFI, oh yeah, of course, yeah, sure. yeah. So I think yeah. they probably did take a fair bit of influence from. Was like that? Well, yeah, the vandals are hilarious there. They've got some really funny stories of the road they have. They're, yeah. they're one of them kind of punk bands that were always in and about the scene, jumped in and out of various yeah, different yeah, bands. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. yeah they, they've they've got some. That Josh Freeze who we were talking about earlier, he was the drummer in the band. Yeah, well. some some very funny stories. Good Charlotte, they tell some very funny stories about Good Charlotte. How are Good Charlotte um, accepted in that kind of scene? They're not by any of the bands, and that's the funny thing. I can't imagine it's they like, are. Like they, they got like when they were on the walk tour the first time, and because like, they were like basically your Backstreet Boys of punk, they were yeah. kind of like put together. They look and, like it. Yeah, yeah, they were very much that, and like, a lot of bands would rip the piss out of them, and then like the management because they were so big on the tour, they couldn't lose yeah. them. They'd like they, they'd have to go in like and apologise to Good Charlotte every morning for like what they did to them the night before. But I'm like, sorry, Good Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, dear, that's some other stuff. Like. They, yeah, good shot. Because I think they definitely came along like a little bit after. Yeah, they, oh, yeah. I think like, they were well into the two thousands when they had their yeah, little, uh, yeah, 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 their little moment. They were probably, you know, like your tail end of like afternoon metal. Yeah, I would say yeah, yeah. good Charlotte were. Yeah, um, yeah. I and and definitely their later stuff was definitely uh, not as punky as a bit more like like Sunga. Yeah, I don't know, yeah. you know, like Offspring songs or yeah, songs. Yeah yeah, 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 very much so. Yeah, yeah, not a fan. Not a fan. No, but no. yeah, what a very strange tune. A couple yeah. of strange tunes on this one, and I think you find that with a lot of Offspring albums that they follow like a general direction. Like I mean, you got Prefly for a white guy, mm-hmm. which you would almost class as extreme one end, and then you've got your like yeah. you, you're, the, you're staring at the sun, you know, like your uh-huh. traditional fast songs. But then you got like I think we'll come on to it. I might have spoiled it now. But you get like you know why don't you get a job? Just random, yeah, just yeah, three minutes, two and a half minutes, three minutes or whatever. And it's just random bloody, you know. Se- second best song on the album. Yeah, it is a tune. It is, it is a tune. <laughs> we'll go for the next. Probably one. sparked a lot of uh, arguments between couples, you know, like when, at the time. Yeah. Right, the, the next one, uh, this is track, what is it? I don't know, uh, something. Seven. Track something, The End of the Line. <laughs> criticism of Offspring is there's a lot of sameness for the for the yeah. there's a lot of filler for me yeah. as a as a, as a they, my taste they thought you could whether they perfected it killed it or yeah. whatever the intros the extended kind of very very much like to string those kind of yeah. out. there have been songs written about them Oh, about they? with the woes, no effects. Do one oh, called yeah, Woe the Woes. Yeah, they do they? that, yeah, loads. They do, and you know, we don't need any more woes. We could do with a few more na na na's <laughs> and a, yeah, things like that. But yeah, it, it, it's 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 well recommended. But then, yeah, I know. you know, does it is it you know, are you stupid for not using it because it's become your sound or in a respect, you know, is it what you kind of rely on to? If it's your thing, it's your thing. Yeah, you know, it. and it does work well with these vocals yeah. and with the way they do the harmonies. It works well. Um, the last gig they played was. Um, was in Santiago in Chile. Okay. In March 
of this year. Oh, March fourteenth, yeah. Okay. If I had to say to you, right, they played five songs off this album. Yeah. What, what are the songs that you'd think that they would play? I wouldn't go far from what we played. So, like, I would say Pretty, Pretty Fly for a White Guy. Yeah. I would say Kids um, Aren't Alright. Kids right, definitely. Uh, I would say probably the title track Americana. Yeah. yeah. They opened with that. I did that. I was going to yeah, say yeah, yeah. it wouldn't surprise you that they would yeah. time it like that. Um, Why don't you get a job? Oh, oh did they do it? Yeah. Live. See, yeah. I imagine that's a good live song. Yeah, I can imagine it gets the crowd going, yeah. definitely. Um, and then uh, Feelings of one of them. No, Staring at the Sun. Oh, Staring at the Sun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, they were played on their last gig. Their most played songs ever. Their most played song, uh, they're all off, because obviously some of the songs go back yeah, smash, yeah, they play yeah, self-esteem. Yeah. Or um, number five is The Kids Aren't Alright. Sixth is pretty, pretty Fly. Why Don't You Get a Job is seventh. Staring at the Sun is eighth. And Americana's ninth. Okay. Like, uh, songs ever. Strange they've they from that album. Obviously, I would have thought would have had at least... Uh, I, I, I can't remember what one, two, three, and four. I definitely know self-esteem. What was, what was the one we said? Not Nitro, I said. Oh, Bad Habits. Bad Habits yeah, was just one of them. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And all of them songs were on their best of. They released the best of album, didn't they? Yeah, in... but I think they, they put like a couple of new tracks on there, didn't they? Yes. I listened to that, you know, actually. And much like Essentials Playlists, picking the best stuff. Mm. It, it, it's a good it's a good listen, actually. Yeah, yeah I did actually like it. Because uh, they were in a couple of films around that time, weren't they? With this, was it this album or the next one? They did that a couple of films. There was that. There was definitely a film that they were a band in the background yeah, yeah, on. Um, uh, it was like a, like a black teen comedy kind of film. I don't when I say know. black, I mean dark. Not yeah, yeah, like, I know what yeah. you mean. Yeah, uh, yeah, you have to cut a stick. Oil your hands. Yeah, that was it. Oil your hands. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was it. Yeah, they, 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 yeah. Uh, yes, they definitely did. Yes, that was it. Yeah, that's right. What did I say? They, they're tuned. I mean, American Pie's Road Trips. All their songs would have been in all of them films from the early two thousands, wouldn't they? Then? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh God, yeah, that was like, uh, yeah, American Pie and Road easy. Trip. Yeah, that was like, like we said last time, uh, some forty one and all that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, yeah, it just all tied in with the, with the yeah. mindset of the time. Uh, next track is No Breaks. This is the kind of stuff they do good, this yeah, bit. That riff there was like straight off Smash album on it, really. That, yeah, yeah. you know, I mean, I think there's even one that sounds very similar to that on there. As I, would you say they're your favourite punk band? No, I wouldn't say favourite. Would they? Would they be your favourite American punk band? No, no, no I still wouldn't get that far. Really, okay. To be fair, like, only because they are they still considered punk nowadays. I would say so. I would say that they, they'll always have that background mm. because of what they've done in the past, haven't mm. they? And mm. what they did for the scene. You know, I don't think anyone could ever take away from what they've done. Mm. For the yeah, whole definitely. thing and disassociate them as such with that. Well, with modern times now on Spotify, they'd probably fall under like alternative. You know, like they'll have a different tag for them on there. Alternatives, like probably yeah, just 55% of everything. On, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. There, there would be some kind of other element to it. But yeah. Obviously, not old school punk, because I know that a lot of people would class like the 90s as old school, but it's not really technically for punk old school, is it? It's, <laughs> to me, there's different punk. I, there's like punk punk, like 70s, yeah, that's 80s I mean, yeah, punk. Yeah. Like, Pardon me, like I don't know, predominantly UK 
stuff with yeah, that's it. Before, American things. Before we got to the CBGB kind of times yeah, with the yeah, New York yeah. Dolls and the, you know, like those kind of... Yeah, and then you got the, I mean, like that Twisted kind of Sisters stuff. and things like that were classed as punk way. Even though they're like... Yeah, even though they... they I mean, that was... A Twisted Sister song was in the Top Metal Countdown. I did it with yeah, Gaz. This is, you know, we're, we're not going to take it and, you know, like, we want to rock, you know. Yeah. You could take yeah. it either way, couldn't you? You could. It's weird, isn't it, that kind of stuff? Um, they, they, they will be claimed very much by both, but then in the same respect as like Motorhead. You know, mm. like you know, like you, you, you can class out a lot of motorhead stuff. It's like, it's like your diehard punks will love, yeah. but then your metalheads will love yeah. it just as much. And you is you, is this Americana your favourite offspring of them? I, I, I would I, genuinely, I would say X Nine the Hombre. I like the division. Okay, I yeah. really, really, obviously love Smash and I, yeah. Americana's brilliant. Conspiracy One has got its moments, very uh-huh. much so, got its moments. But yeah, I, I would say that definitely X Nine only because it's got a bit of both. You've got your mean in a life, and you've got your all I wants, and you've got them kind mm-hmm. of. But then I did love what we talked about, the breakaway with your Gonaways and the Me and My Ladies, and you ain't mm-hmm. got that division. I'd, yeah, I do. I would say it's now on the Hombre is probably my... I think, for, for me, listening to them this week, it's, it's either between this or Smash for me. Mm. More so for familiarity. Smash it's, is so fucking good. I mean, though. Smash is really good. I, I like so this. I, we'll get it on to it, but I really love like the last real song on this album. I think that's really good. Oh, it changed the world. Uh, no, pay the man. I'll pay the. Oh, it's like the one that starts with like the weird. Yeah, it's like, like the sitar and all that. It's kind like of nothing weird. like anything they do uh, on any other album. But we'll, we'll get to that. That's why they. Um, produ- that's why they had to put feelings in. <laughs> they blew the production budget. So, <laughs> um, sorry. They got George Harrison into play his twelve-string sitar. <laughs> he loves the sitar, doesn't he? Oh, George H. I said before that another song was the follow-up to Pretty Fly, but it wasn't. This was the follow-up to Pretty Fly. Uh, why don't you get a job? Yeah. This got to number two yeah, in the UK yeah, charts as well. This would have been a little at the time. My friend's got a girlfriend, <laughs> man, he hates that bitch. He tells me every day. He says, man, I really gotta lose my chick in the How West. How did this go down with the fans at the time? Yeah, this is what I mean. I'm, just, I'm trying to think back. She Hilarious novel. I remember listening to the album, and they, this is proper token I mean, novelty like, kind of song. Again, like you listen to albums when you're young, and you have such like I did anyway, a such a warped view about what went into like making this album. And for as far mm. as I was concerned, there was no kind of almost artistic merit. It was, you know, it was almost like this was given to you to kind of put down. It was, the whole logistics of writing an album just couldn't make sense to me in my head. How you yeah, come up yeah. with like. 12 songs and you'd record them and then like you'd remember it it was all very alien to me and I saw, I saw like one that came through at the time and I just remember oh, this is hilarious and it's some people probably didn't like it but just like the fact it was different it was just something new it was it's it, to me it, the only thing I can think of it to compare it to is um, you know on the Puddle of Mud album you've got She Hates Me oh yeah yeah, yeah it's kind yeah, of yeah, like yeah, that yeah, kind yeah. of thing yeah yeah Almost but but it, man, you remember the video? Yeah, he's walking we, we, all down the, people the street. With loads of the drums and, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. got a cameo from the guy from Pretty, Pretty yes, Fly. Yes, he does. He pulls up in the, in yeah, the, in yeah, the yeah. car. Yes, he does. Yes, he um, does. I think it's got some other. It's got some other people in it, hasn't it? I can't remember who they I are. I bet they've had quite a few jumping onto the back of this yeah. at one time they were here. <laughs> <laughs> it's this, this bit as well. It's a classic melody. Certain songs. It's a tune, and this it, is. It, it's funny, and, and <laughs> they might even hate it now because there's a few famous songs that they've done. 
and they talk now about like how much they really hate playing them. I and mean, there's one that I really, really like off the Smash album. Yeah. And it's called "Don't Pick It Up." Yeah. And, and it's it, it's a it's a scar tune, and it's yeah. it's hilarious. It's, it's about a bloke that he's that wrecked off his head that he doesn't realise a dog shit on the floor is not a chocolate bar. <laughs> and it's and it's a, it's a hilarious song. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. "Don't Pick It Up," I say. Doesn't dump it. Yeah, don't pick it up. Yeah, yeah, and then. But the whole song's about how he's that wrecked up in his head. He yeah. And but they'll talk about how much they hate playing that, you know, because they say Man. it's just a simple, boring, crap song. Yeah, I, yeah. I, one of my favourite, and they do that. As I say, probably similar with that. Whether they just hate, <laughs> yeah. Uh, everybody, like the, one of the main criticisms over that song, isn't there, that it sounds like the Beatles song? Yeah. Oh, okay. Which okay. is. Which you can you can hear like they were singing this the Beatles, but they were really thinking my missus really should get a job. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay, she's only got one leg. <laughs> what John was thinking that? Yeah, I wish yeah, Yoko yeah, would yeah, get a bloody yeah, part time. Yeah, 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 work for Deliveroo. <laughs> Playing clips like that is the reason why I'm not on YouTube because it get taken down. Yeah, God, the man. Lawyers and Apple and Apple yeah, would yeah. be on you, man. You'd have like oh, Apple podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You double on both of them. Oh. <laughs> Sean Lennon Scott would come out of the wardrobe and batter you for a ten round check. Yeah, I mean, but you can play that game with a lot, can't you? Really? You're yeah, gonna have, of course like, you can. I mean, that's pretty. Cool sequence, that's that's pretty. That ain't even just a chord sequence, yeah, though, is no, it? You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, we are up there with yeah, that one. Yeah. Fair play, Dexter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the next one's a title track, Americana. Americana. It's, um... Whoa. Oh, yeah, it's only one or two songs Whoa. with an explicit tag. Really? Yeah. Um, yeah, the other one's well, oh, yeah. obviously, um, Why Don't You Get a Job as well. Oh, yeah, because he's... Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. And they, bitch. God, they really have toned it down, they? Yeah. Again, with the most long, drawn-out intros that they do. They, uh... What do you think about title tracks being like, you know, last but one song on the album yeah, or last but two songs on the album? Never, with title tracks, with me, from yeah. my own experience with them, it... Very strange, in the elements where I've written songs and I've written lyrics for songs. Yeah. Very strange to me that your whole idea of the album is the basis of one song that you're writing, so I've never quite liked the idea of having a title track to relate to one song. For marketing purposes, on some pop bands, things like that, I've understood mm-hmm. that you have to because it's what they will know it for. Oh, for a but, pop. For a, for but, a pop. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Americana in itself is a great title, isn't it? Because it kind of symbolised the time and it was the changing of the time in the late 90s in America. It was, you know, like George Bush getting in, the internet was starting up, you had Napster, you had, you know, a lot of things were changing in America in the late 90s. I think, like... So as an Americana, yeah, as yeah. like a documentation of, of yes. like where they were at the time and I think it stands its time for that, but... Yeah, I've never really been one for like, yeah. I quite like having an album that stands on, out on its own as a title and then the tracks kind of make that up. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like self-titled albums. It's yeah. like an easy, it's an easy yeah, choice, yeah. isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. Again, can be, because sometimes their self-titled album as well with some bands, it's like their fourth album, in it. Well, and some but, bands, but they'll also always say then, well, this is the real us now. <laughs> this is the real us on this album. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the money for the last ten years. And, <laughs> but, there, there was a oh 
God, who was it? It weren't Swifty because she's far too. Um, oh, she's recorded all her old stuff. Far too, she? far too clued up for the. Yeah, man. Honestly, she's well clued in. She? Yeah, well, well, she, you, I don't know. It took her ten years of being screwed by that bloke to get. To get <laughs> yeah. But she dropped. Didn't she like put out an album last week or something? I think she she, like, she recorded that one for the rights, didn't she? And then I think like within the same session time, she just like put out an album yeah, and just like. Bang. A lot of these are going to be on hard drives that she'd have written over the last oh, couple yeah, like, yeah, of course, years. Anyway. Of course, and yeah. I still. I don't, you can't, again, she can't really play the part of the massive victim when she's kind of sat on 100 million quid, can she? And I think no. they can play the part no. of like, oh, he screwed me, he, he yeah. took my rights. And, okay, well, what did he do with those rights? Oh, we got him played on every radio station in America. And what did you do with that? Oh, I went on a tour that went around the world and I made blah, blah, blah. Oh, okay, what, you know what I mean? So it's like, well, and what did he do now. with that? Oh, and you yeah. hate the fact that he's making 50% yeah. of the rights when yeah. what would you have been done sat in your bed? It's bedroom? kind of like an agent fee for a footballer. Yeah, and this is what yeah. I mean. It's like, what do you yeah. actually do? Well, nothing but everything. It, it's yeah. kind of like, they forget what goes on behind the scenes. But she can talk from a pedestal now. Oh, yeah, but yeah. But the, yeah. the pro- pro- problem is that like, she'll be talking to a lot of people now about like the, the bullshit side. And it's... It's so long overdone that we know <laughs> that the music business are not just nice people that knock on your door and say, we can make you a star, here's a million quid. You, you know, don't go like that, This it? is yeah. what I'm saying. And it, but we know, like, we, we had the shock talks of the 90s to the 2000s. Mm-hmm. We're in such a mm-hmm. stage in which you know what they're in it for, even now more than ever, because of streaming and because of other platforms, and obviously with your music. You're weren't not... Swifty, she was one of the first ones, weren't she, who resisted signing up to the streaming system? Yeah, oh, yeah, what? a few of them, yeah, but yeah. Yeah, to go because but, they weren't happy with the. Is it like payout per click? Yeah, it's like per so many. Oh God, what does it work out? Like if you actually do it per song, it's like like no point, no, 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 no one. But really I do, that, I that do know. I was reading the other day. Even um, for like, you know, hang on one second. Oh yeah. Just, just say if you had like Taylor Swift, who would potentially have upwards of millions of clicks a day. Yeah. As compared to uh, say, if you yeah, yeah, were putting yeah. out your first album by your first band yeah. and you might get like 13 clicks it's, a day theoretically it the it, it's theoretically it's got to work out the same wow. it's got to work out the same obviously with wow. the, like you say your million strews adding up there was a oh, there was a guitarist I was reading about the other day and he had a I can't remember what the song he wrote yeah. was but it was a it, it, it was a really big song oh, in the gosh. 80s and he, he got his, his royalty check through from Spotify for the year and it was like $630 and okay. it had been played like you know, the, it's a, a song that would have been on all them bloody classic eighties ballad album. You know, I can't yeah. remember what it was. Yeah, for the life of me, isn't remember. that like um, a, a PRS? Yeah, 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 yeah. So if you're like, surely if you've written a song years ago and it gets included on uh, a compilation yeah. album like that, I thought surely that was a nice little earner it, for you. It, it, I was going to say with some tunes and with some compilations, what you'll find with a lot of the publishing is that it's it's the deal that's done at the original time of publishing, so it'll be. If you record a song and then you really want it to go onto the air and you really want it, you, you will you will rape that song. You will give it to yeah. everybody and say, pay me a penny every time you play it or give me a penny a year. I don't care. I just want you to play it. So, so you, you'll have original deals that are done on songs and a set time period of 30, 40, 50 years. That's why you see a lot of these yeah. artists when they get towards retirement yeah. start selling the right. Bob Dylan's just done it, hasn't he? So this ties into The Offspring? Oh, oh yeah, actually it does. Yeah, 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 yeah this yeah, ties yeah, into yeah, this. Yeah. So was it in 2017? 
Is that right? Or was it 2018? I, I, I'm not sure. That, I know it's it was recently. Played, yeah, yeah, it's been in the last They sold years. the rights to their songs for $35 million. $35 for, um, To, oh crap, I, I did look who it was. Yeah. But they basically sold them to a, you know, a publishing house. Or, yeah. What are they? I don't know. Yeah, but or yeah, a rights yeah, yeah. holder. Well, you, you, just, I mean, you could buy them if you really want. Michael Jackson bought the Beatles once, didn't he? So it, it can just be. Well, like Dylan, a, you just said Dylan. Yeah. That's the most expensive one ever, like isn't 300, it? 300, 400 million. Yeah, I think it's two, 220 or something, I think. But then all them ones that were on Universal, that, that it all came through. That, it, that the fire, wasn't it? The one they burnt absolutely thousands of master tapes. The Universal Music when they mm. when they took over a load of like loads of albums, the Nirvana album, the Nevermind. They were yeah. all stored in a vault. And, and I, I had a, a, an interview with Chris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, not even imprint, not even yeah. available existence. He said like the original Nevermind ones. Yeah, and he, that was and that's big to us because we know it. But I'm talking mm. there was you know bands, you know, Mums and the Poppers and Led Zeppelin. There were loads of bands from all the leaves are brown and the sky is grey. All absolutely yeah. thousands of albums have, have all got burnt and just don't exist. What, like the master tapes. Yeah, master tapes. They were all stored in a location, and then the, the news didn't even come out for so long. I think they were obviously trying to hide it or check if there was any album. That's a terrible and, thing. Isn't no, it is. No, it's shocking. It's, it's a really shocking state of affairs that they, you know, you you think you'd sign up with a provider like that, and they would be damn near cleaned every day and you know checked and polished and. But yeah, it's crazy oh, to think yeah. that all well, that body of work. Is... Well, you'd think like somewhere they'll be vaulted, but it, really, in essence, when you say vaulted, you think, yeah. oh, this high secure, fire resistant thing. But it's not. It's just it's, like that door there uh, behind uh, that the, door. I yeah. mean, and it goes back to the thing, you know, like you could say, oh, there's a million copies of that. Yeah, and there are, you know, every one of these yeah. masters, but it, it's, it's the original source material that this is what's fought over in court, isn't it? This is when these bands split up and one band tries to go on the road with one name and the other lot will try and call it something else. And this is what's fought over. It's yeah, all about the it, master. Because um, I think they bought their rights back before they sold because obviously they, Epitaph would have owned a lot and Columbia would have all everywhere. had a bit so that they, yeah. it must have been beneficial to them whatever record contract they were on with Columbia because yeah. if they've only sold I mean, I'm saying only but if you think about it really it's a lot of money, 30 but million it's not. but yeah, you know yeah. okay for, for the yeah. publishing but so buy you, you buy you like a, this is, and that's a third of Paul Pogba this is probably, <laughs> God, oh, shit. yeah the boys ticket out <laughs> I just, it's got to have been made it worth to him because it's got you've got to be thinking that he'd have been like what did you say earlier eighty million dollars or something like that. What so, offspring? Yeah, is that what you said he was, No, no, you said he was worth. Sorry, oh, hey, yes, yeah, see, this is how that doesn't work out for me. I don't understand how that works then because if surely if you've sold your rights to your songs, that's like gotta be. Yeah, it's got to be half at least, or yeah. probably more. Of I mean, that's probably worth. why that. I mean, reading between the lines, why you know whether there was some dodgy deal written up with that that like you know the other two only got like. Five percent well, of it. This was the big fallout, weren't it? Well, this is what I, I, again. I, I don't know the full internet. I only know yeah. that he did leave, and I know that it was to do with the business system. Yeah. And then the next thing you read, they're selling the rights, so you can only put two and two together yeah, and assume of course. that yeah, that's it's right. not going to be about. If he's been in the band for bloody what forever, thirty years, yeah. you know what I mean? It's not like it's just going to be over pittance, and it's not like he's overworked. And <laughs> exactly. you know, what I, mean? so, I think he's the only one that doesn't really do anything else. Really. I think it's interesting with that song right selling thing. Like where, what figure you kind of come to? Some bands, I think it's a personal thing. I think some people will do brilliantly out of it because there might be another, you know, for the rest of your life you might not earn a penny, but this publishing company are willing to take the risk. To some people, I would probably even say to people like Bob Dylan, he would probably make more money, you know, off, you know, if they're offering three hundred million, he's obviously not short of a few quid a year with his royalties because his music would be on everything, well, it, wouldn't it, it? You're selling everything out for one fee, and yeah. that's it. You're cashing and, out. And, yeah, then. And I can, I, if I you're can... the the casino of music 
life. I think a lot of bands will look out. at it in yeah. future now because I think if you can get a solid 50 mil, yeah. 40 mil, 30 mil, whatever yeah, we're talking, yeah, 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 yeah. and know that that's, that's it, that's in your bank, yeah. and you haven't got to go on any more tours, you haven't yeah. got to do any more promotion. That's it. That, and this is what I'm How old's, and how old's Dexter now? Oh, he's got to be 50s, hasn't he? He's got to be 35 50s. million quid. If, if only he gets. As the main guy, was he the main songwriter? I would assume him and probably yeah. I would yeah. say him and Noodles probably. So have him and be. Noodles possibly got twenty five of that thirty five. Yeah. You know what I mean? And this is it. You, but, you, you, know, made, it, you made it. But it's yeah. a bass player that's probably sat back and probably you know he's probably lived very comfortably off the band and mm-hmm. whatever else. And mm-hmm. yeah, so you know, personal situations you don't know the full ins and outs, do you? No, but no, no. I would say that there's definitely got him element that they probably tried to screw him over with. <laughs> with something <laughs> they like didn't that. like it. Um, this is the last real song off the album. Pay the man. Now this is completely different. Apparently, this was held back from the Inks. Oh, it's not the Hombre album. Oh. Yeah, yeah. This was held back from that because they thought it wouldn't particularly fit on that. Completely different to anything else on the album. Yeah, this is. I remember it vaguely. It's kind of reminiscent of, of, of even a, a Sabbath kind of song. Something about their trip moment. They think it is. It's, yeah. it, it's the longest song on the album by far. It's probably um, about seven minutes. This one. Eight minutes long. Oh, I was going to say, if yeah, I remember right, it was a just long under one. eight minutes. But you've got like, man, I don't know, two minutes before you even have a vocal on it. Offspring go tool. <laughs> Offspring go tool. Ah, oh, this is yeah. Sorry. Did we discuss the new tool album, or was that oh, me and Boyd? I think probably you and Boyd. Yeah. Know. Have you heard it? Yeah, yeah, I have. Yeah. I've... It hasn't been well received, has it? I'm still trying to process it. To be honest, I know with tool albums, you don't really get the full verdict till about seven years after when they are start talking. Okay. Yeah, I, I know that. Tool fans are very weird people, aren't they? Yeah, they, a lot of Radiohead fans. Yeah, yeah. and I'm sure Boyd can go into hell of a... Yeah, sorry, Boyd. <laughs> and, and you can probably go into a hell of a lot more detail about the cadences and the situations and, and the reasons why and yeah. what the fans look for in it. Yeah, I I think the biggest issue you're ever going to have with a band like that that don't release an album for like 10 years and then release one, you're going to have your people that expected something else when they're so far in between yeah. releases. I, 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 I'll listen to a Tool album as a drummer and just fucking, you know, over... Danny Carey, you know what I mean? You've yeah, got I everything. I don't you think I've ever really listened to a whole Tool album. Yeah, see, it's what I've listened to. The, you know, when you're at Bandit Banks and you're having a drink, oh, and you know, you put them on stuff, and stuff yeah. like that. But it, I, I can, I can happily listen to an hour at all just with Danny Carey. If you watch that clip on YouTube, it's one of the only few ones he does on YouTube. A full drum cam. Yeah. And it's ten minutes, and he plays Numa, which is okay. off the new album. And yeah. It's just ten minutes. You just. It's drumming masterclass, and I'm not even talking about offbeat on beat because we're way past that with people yeah, like Danny yeah, yeah. Carey. It's just what he's doing with that and the noise that hands make. He, he, he's just fantastic. I'll give him, I'll give him a listen this week, actually. Yeah, if you watch that video and just watch, as it, you don't even have to be a drummer to just see what he's doing, and he's he's just he's just so on it. He's just mm. really on it. But yeah, very much. Uh, I can understand the fans probably didn't like it because he wasn't yeah maybe what's, Maynard what's their classic album oh, they did that 10,000 Days didn't they uh, Latterus was in one of them yeah. I'm, I'm not I'm like a diehard by any no, means no, I just no. No. Um, I quite like Maynard Keenan I think he's a bit of a dude he seems like a this is so sad yeah, yeah this, this, when they drop there it is it's so something like an Aussie vocal over the top yeah. of that you wouldn't <laughs> I thought that was. I was just going to turn it down now. <laughs> okay, so, um, as I said, this is Offspring's most successful album. It was number one in Australia, Austria, Brazil, New Zealand, Poland, and Sweden. Um, 
It went platinum in the UK, which equates to 300,000 sales, so in excess of that. Uh, five times platinum in the US, which is over five yeah, million. Five, yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, you know, it's. You just can't knock it as an album in it's, itself, it's, really. This might actually be my favourite track on the album. It's not what you'd expect. Is it's, it? it's like even Alice in Chains again. Yeah, no, it you has. Know what it's I mean? got that dreary. That yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, on, on a side note, uh, by the way, just because mm. you've mentioned Alice in Chains, did mm. you watch that award they got the other night? And no, I heard about some this. of the covers on there. Yeah, blew me away. The um, corn cover on there that they do. There's, there was a lad who did Rain When I Die. What's that oh, guy? Oh, I, didn't, I didn't watch that one. The bird, yeah. the bird from Heart did, did, you, did you do not show. Because they toured with them loads, didn't they? They're You're the massive same. fans. My, my, is it Mike Owen? Oh, uh, it is. It is. Was, he was the bassist he, in there as well. He died, didn't he? Was he on the die? Oh, star. Yeah, star. Mike yeah, Star yeah, is on yeah, the die. But yeah, the corn cover. Even the Metallica cover of Wood. He's actually half all right. Yeah, it's something I want. I've heard over the past week. Yeah, it's, and it's I want really to go back and listen to. It's on YouTube as a full concert. You can. Um, oh, Green uh, Foo Fighters do. Well, I'll definitely yeah. Taylor Hawkins yeah. is on there for one. But yeah, really, really good set. Really it was good. like what was it like a Hall of Fame kind 20 of Twenty years, like the recording artist industry, yeah. um, something like Legend Award or something. That was some it. kind Fe- of Founders like, Founders Awards. Awards. Yeah. It was some kind of. I think it's a big thing every year, but obviously this year yeah. it's just had to be. It sounded brilliant for, yeah, for what some I of heard. The things, um, really fantastic. It's something I and I don't mind that singer. If you've got to carry on, I just think he does a good job of just getting on with it. Who? The new Alison Chase. Yeah, I just think he gets on with it. I don't think if I can remember his name, sorry, but um oh Christ, what's his name? I've forgotten. But yeah, he but does he just, a really good job. He just gets on with it. He doesn't yeah. kind of go on interviews and make a big deal. Nah, 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 a bit nah, like nah. Adam Lambert with Queen, you know, makes a big deal. Oh, of course I can never be Freddie, but watch me try. You know, like he just kinda of, Fuck Adam Lambert. Yeah, but makes a big deal about the fact that he's not Fuck Freddie. Queen busted a ten times better. He's the twenty <laughs> he's the twenty twenty version, what what Freddie would be like now, isn't he? Oh, but God, but God. You know, but this guy doesn't do that in Alice in Chains. He just kind of gets up there yeah. and he just plays. And yeah, I like the attitude that yeah, he has with I, it. I haven't been the biggest fan of their albums apart from like a track yeah, on yeah. each album. But that sounded really good. And with the covers by people doing it, yeah, yeah sounded I liked really it. good. Um, yeah, sorry. Just, yeah, just yeah, back yeah. to this for a second. I mean, it goes into an offspring song yeah, again yeah. now. Um, check this out. If you're not the biggest offspring fan, Check this out because it's a really good, um, it's a really good song to, to, to finish off the album. Because they couldn't do an album full of concept stuff like that, you know, that they wouldn't have been able to have, you know, do, they couldn't have put ten twelve tracks and had it as successful as that. But it's something on the end when mm. you've had, you know, ten really good tracks that you've been playing, and then talking to something on the end though, you've got this. Oh. I believe it was actually a hidden uh, secret track, wasn't it? It's got to be, yeah. It makes sense they would do. But on 
I'll, I'll be on Apple Music, it just comes up as the next track. Because I'm sure it's named the Hombay had a secret track as well. I'm sure mm. that, that added something. Yeah. Back in the days when it was like you'd have to forward four minutes after. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, of course. Um, the Pretty Flight Reprise. <laughs> did this when you released that bandito sauce that this was kind of like his uh, okay yeah that makes a lot of sense that makes a lot of sense his way of uh, advertising <laughs> I think the general consensus through their fans is it may not be their best album but it's probably their most important yeah yeah I would agree with uh, that. as I said I, I think it might be their best it's either that or smash for me yeah. you say ix yeah what does that mean it's what does that mean it's got to be something like Latin hasn't it I assume it's got because be... they've obviously got that kind of Latin well, they've got uh, intelligence I think for a start don't they so they, they, they've got, <laughs> that, that helps yeah, yeah, they can read so. and write <laughs> yeah it's got to be something Latin yeah um, it's it's got to be some kind it's of hombre's something to do with home something to do yeah yeah okay send so... in listeners <laughs> yeah yeah send in um, stamped addressed envelope to London <laughs> broadcasting London. house it was always that one it was always broadcasting house London W one two if, if you notice now, any competition, especially on ITV, the PO box is always something. It's always in Burton. Oh, really? Oh, you yeah. keep an eye out now. You're on that pocket. They're always in Burton. Yeah, go, go so, yeah, that, that was Americana. We'll come back and talk about that in one second. Um, they followed that up. Um, Conspiracy of One yeah. was the next album after that. Was hit on some of these. The big track off that was surely this. Tip. <laughs> Definitely down the lines of pretty, pretty fly, fly yeah, yeah, guy, yeah, isn't yeah. it? I remember the video. It got like a kid arsing around yeah. and it getting was, in it, trouble. It was the Napster video, wasn't it? Yes. The one where they because they yes. were like the alternative to Metallica, weren't they? Metallica wanted the you know ban the the downloaded. They wanted to release this album as a, a download on the website, didn't they? But I, I heard something the other day. The Columbia wouldn't let them. Or the... you, you know what? There's been the big feud between Megadeth and Metallica oh, yeah, forever. Yeah. And obviously Mustaine was kicked out for it. He came out, didn't he, like a few years ago and said, well, you know, just before Cliff died, Metallica, they were going to kick out Lars out the band because they wanted a different drummer. And that's literally just going for the jug, yeah. like, you know what I mean? That's I have like... a different story about why he left. Okay. Yeah, um, it, apparently, um, Dave Mustaine, back in the early days, they were living in like a flat and, and to make hmm. a bit of money on the side, he was knocking out a bit of smoke. <laughs> Just as yeah, like whatever. Makes sense. Um, right. he, he got robbed a couple of times. He got mm-hmm. a dog to go while he was playing gigs. Yes, got, I know this. Yeah, yeah, and apparently he got robbed of whatever else, and, and James Jetsford kicked his dog or something. Yeah, that's right. That, yeah, that's, uh, that's uh, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. These great uh, ways. Apparently, to... that was the original crack. Yeah, because there was been... something with the dog. Yeah, and didn't the dog scratch? Oh, the original just... bassist bass, the guy oh. before Cliff. Oh, before Cliff Burton, yeah, yeah. He oh, scratched that, and James kicked the dog, yeah. Uh, and he didn't, and obviously yeah, that was that like the, the, the yeah. original like rift. Um, it looks like a dog kick. So, yeah, um, what was that? Sorry, what was the album? Conspiracy of One. Hmm. Uh, 2000 follow yeah it was the was... one where they were like they were big into Napster they, they, they donated money to Napster in the lawsuit didn't they really? they were fighting yeah that was, is that right yeah really 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 big advocates for internet downloading and piracy 
not piracy, you know, internet, you know, the whole yeah, digital yeah, age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they really, I think they released that track as a single on their website, and that was the plan to do the whole album, but they, they were held back. The label said no. You, That's right. And then they something. released it. Did they release it on their website yeah, they, first they, or yeah, something? Yeah, but then like they, they, between the time the album came out and whatever else, I'm sure it was it was ripped apart and like, the whole album was leaked. Like, okay. But you know, like leaking an album like in the late nineties, early two thousands, you know, it would have took someone six years to download a track and like, so on dial up. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it really yeah, wasn't yeah. that much of a. But um, uh, but yeah, so I know that they were big into Napster, and that was the, there was the, the logo on there in that video. I'm sure there was like the, the Napster logo. I'm, I'm I can sure kind of remember the album, uh, the the video. I can always remember that. Um, God damn, tag team double header. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> I think they were doing um, intro music for some WCW wrestlers at the time oh, as well. Okay. Then, and um, I believe this song was also on that album. I, I really like this. I put this in my top five Offspring songs. Oh, it's the chorus, man. Back to what they know best. This is like proper power pop punk yeah. stuff. It's, it's, in American Pie, it's, it? it's got that kind of emo vibe to yeah. it as well. This is actually as well. Um, this is a good song. This is. Um, it got this got to number fifteen on the UK charts. Yeah, uh, ten weeks, March two thousand and one. So you're in that new metal, yeah, right much, in that swimming in that new metal kind of thing. Yeah. Limp Bizkit are massive, Linkin Park are massive. But this chorus is great. I think it's the second time when he's like complicated. Oh, X rated. Yeah, yeah, oh man, yeah, yeah. That's, that's that's class stuff. That is. That's really good. That was off that album as well, wasn't it? I'm pretty sure it was that one. Yeah, and that. And, and then the next album was Splinter. Splinter. Yeah. yeah. This is where it's going to go a little bit off the radar okay. for me. So Splinter, I believe. See, that was um, December two thousand three. That came out, um, and the big track off it. Was and honestly, yeah, I always thought this song was ridiculous. And this week, I listened to this song and I was like, "Well, that's <laughs> in my top five offspring songs ever." Uh. Oh my god, <laughs> this is such a tune! <laughs> I mean, what's that? Keyboard, they've had a keyboard player It's when it kicks in in a minute. It's when the honestly, guitars all come through. Oh man, it's like proper upbeat. Here we go. Them punk yeah, roots. Yeah, um, They're halfway yeah. to making an album just of tunes like that. They could have, you know, like <laughs> the last three albums. They could have just. That's what I mean. They're best of. But I mean, it's it's mad to look back. You've got to think, like, listen to that there, the production yeah. on that, and then just think back to what like an hour or so ago we were listening to, like, you know, that early smash. You know, just oh god, that compared to um, come out and play craziness. Yeah. Like, like yeah. that would have probably taken a year to record that whole yeah. album. I think yeah. like that, that smash would you know like a month if it was recorded in January '94 <laughs> and it was out in April. You know, yeah, you're talking yeah, 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 yeah. such short turnaround times. Um, 
after that you had the rise and fall race and oh, race. Oh, yeah. Is this, I, I've is, got nothing off that. Is this when they've got tied up with Bob Rock? Because they, they seem to have been with him. Because that, Bob Rock's a kind of hit and miss thing. Because see, I'm not a fan. A some, elements, at but... some stuff, like early 90s stuff, Bob Rock sort of had his finger right on the pulse. Yeah. And if you were bringing out stuff then... It had that kind of big drum beat, and it was driving guitars. And it was pushing, pushing so yeah. much, pushing for you to get the best out of yourself. Yeah, and that, I, yeah, I get yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I get yeah, that. Definitely. But I don't think a band like this, his approach, that ain't the kind of no, producer I, that they I, need. I think that the, the operat, you know, operat, but the crazy production values that Bob Rock's going to put into record, it just completely deviates from what they're, I think, originally aiming for. I, I think, like. Um, uh, because I listened to that Christmas song they did, and it's... Oh, that's just oh, come out. I haven't got that, oh, actually. I haven't I just, got that. Why are they... It just sounds... Go out and listen to the Christmas song, guys. It was like, only released this year. Yeah, if you like... You know, it's just... Is it, that a Bob Rock producer? I, I, if, they're, if they're in with him, I can only presume yeah. it, it's coming through that these album sessions they're doing. It just sounds like a bunch of dads doing it, just sat around like Christmas Day, ripping the Mac out of... You know, playing with the new karaoke machine. It's just... Why... <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I'm going to find it. One second. What are they doing? Um, I'll find that to play in a second. So that was that album. And then the last album they've put out is Days Go By. And that was probably about 20, 2012. 2012. I was just going to say, you're probably talking. Yeah, yeah. They've been, they've been talking about this album that I saw an advert for about a year ago coming out for the last five, six years. So, that, But if he went and what, he did his PhD in what, 2017? So I suppose that makes sense. I'm not sure. Is this it? Oh, God. It just sounded. I mean, What's this? It's like oh, a Joby song. It's it's, I know, yeah, like that. Yeah. Like, please come home. For, is it? Is it? Is it? Please come home for Christmas. It's a booboy song. Well, oh, actually, I like it. <laughs> Okay, right. Honest opinion on that, and I'm like about five or six cans in here. Yeah. Um, for the offspring, you compare that to come out and blow our self-esteem, yeah, and no. I just don't see why they're bothering. But as a Christmas song, man, yeah, I'd, I'd take that <laughs> so over Boo Blaze version. Scales, <laughs> <laughs> no way, I didn't realise it was that when I looked at it. Oh, that's awful. Wow. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'd so, rather him just do a normal punk song and just put some bells over the top, you know, just shake some <laughs> I can't bells. believe that's a song they've put out. Yeah, like, the Offspring in 2020 mm, as a song, mm. as a thing. Really must be having a laugh with somebody for that. Well, the, the one thing you can say about them is, like, at least they've never had an album, like, turned into a Broadway musical yeah, or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. There is that. <laughs> There, there is that. They've kept that bit of integrity. I think, I think just, just generally as a whole, you've just got to appreciate that, you know, they've, they've, I think a lot of it comes from the fact that they've obviously all had, you know, secondary kind of lives on the go to this. Maybe the band hasn't yeah. been like some of them where you're going to get loads of tour videos and you're mm-hmm. going to get loads of mm-hmm. it. So I don't think they did the Warp Tour till about 2005. So they were quite late additions to that, considering that they would have been one of the original bands. Ooh, yeah. You would have thought that they'd have looked at when that was all kicking off. So obviously not a band that have relied heavily on touring because I've only seen them once and I say that as a thing because mm-hmm. you know if they'd have toured anywhere between the years of not you know 1998 and 2020 yeah. you know I'd have seen them every time they came around so it's obviously not a case that they, they're around all the time whether they hit that market where they're just a bit too big 
to play your arenas now and maybe don't want to step down and play like the slightly smaller because you have to do more gigs if you play. So when when was the last oh, when was the last time they did a UK tour? Do oh you know? God, I couldn't genuinely even tell you. I really genuinely. And you'll probably it'll probably surprise me and someone will say, oh yeah, they played in like 2016. And you know, mm, but I, mm. I I can't remember at all that it was promoted. Because because surely um, Offspring as a band, if they were doing UK, they'd be playing like your NIA oh yeah that's what I mean but whether like now then they would maybe like sanitised as well isn't it then but whether they and that might be what what we were talking about earlier with the gigs whether it will go that way that it'll only be the bands that can sell out Mm. but it'll be a weird concept won't it that like you want bands that are going to sell out in arena to sell 2,000 tickets Mm. but then would you would you go and watch a band that would normally get 2,000 people there but go to arena to watch them it's a, weird, it's a weird... Because it's a dynamic, isn't it? Because it, yeah. it, to me, like I love stand-up comedy, yeah. but I hate it at an arena. I've only seen two or three different people <sighs> at an arena, and it's the most sterile, most yeah. unpersonal, yeah. most yeah. pointless yeah. thing. Because you're just yeah. basically watching yeah. a yeah. DVD. Yeah. yeah. Yes, yeah. there's a bit of interaction if you're the guy down in the front for a second or two, but you're watching a DVD. I remember a couple of years in a row... Uh, me and Lindsay went to see. You remember Jasper Carrot yeah, used to do those carrot. Yeah, yeah. yeah with uh, the tours with everyone. Yeah, yeah. And it was like everybody had like fifteen minutes. Yes. And but it was really sanitised, yeah. and it was like their it's safest stuff. Rehearsed down to yeah. the second, isn't it? Yeah. yeah like when you've yeah. got somebody playing like an up and coming or a smaller, you know, not saying they're not going to be safe or politically correct, but you know, there's just that bit more element of rawness. And if you're going to book out an MEC or an NIA, you know, like your Jack Whitehalls, your Mickey Flanagan's, any of these kind of people. Yeah. It's got to be down to the letter. You'll have a bit of deviation, but I find mm. a lot of comedy mm. doesn't involve a lot of that now. I don't... Uh, um, to the offspring, though, what's your... Because I'll be honest, I'm maybe down the line, down the line, I can see me maybe coming back to the Smash album. Yeah. If, yep. if the podcast carries on for that long, yeah, <laughs> and all that kind of stuff. But... This may be the only time I really hit on them. What, what do you think is their legacy, for starters? That's the first question. What's their legacy? They, they'll always ju- just be in what they did with the Smash album, I think. I think that that will always just cement them in every you think place. That's, yeah. that's the thing that leaves yeah. them more than anything. Yeah, because otherwise they're just another band from Southern California. That More than Pretty Fly. Yeah, I think so. I think that yeah. because, because by the time they got to Pretty Fly, they had back in, they had, you know, that they'd got uh-huh. obviously, you know, a situation where they were a bit more comfortable. I think to go into a studio and in four, five, six weeks write an album that for any genre, punk, if, rock, metal. If, if they, I don't know, are they inducted into the Rock and Hall Roll no, Hall of no, Fame? No, 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 okay. no, no. So if so. they were inducted into the Rock and Hall Roll Hall it's, of Fame, what would be the song they'd play? It would probably have to be pretty far. But then saying that, they'd almost, <laughs> have to, they'd almost have to do something off Smash to kind of, it would have to be like they come out and play, yeah. wouldn't it? Because I suppose it would be what got them there. That's you the, just can't. You can't give enough respect for you know for yeah. a group of people. Whatever went on at the time, whatever was changing in yeah. the world, whatever was going on factors. You know, we've all got yeah. those each day. But to to come from where they did, and I'm not saying they've slummed it. Whatever, you know, obviously yeah, did yeah, quite yeah. well. But I just think to come up with an album and to sell that many and to just live that ride for a couple of years of just bloody hell. You know, like for an album that was probably expected to sell ten thousand copies, if that. Mm-hmm. You know, and then to, you know to still be, they'll probably sell more copies than that a year now, don't they? But there's still yeah, like, ten twenty thousand you know. copies a year probably going out people's bedrooms. Like you threw um, a couple of things at me, didn't you, for this episode? You were like, oh, this topic, this, oh this, yeah, this, yeah, this yeah. One. And I picked it because I thought this is really interesting because I, 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 I wouldn't come back to it and look at Offspring mm. again, but. I think they're really important. I think they sort yeah. of took up that baton, as I say, after the grunge movement. Yeah. You sort of had the pop punk thing, and I think yeah. Offspring and Green Day were kind of like the leaders of that. 
So and then the band's functioned off from that. If you wanted to yeah. go to more Green Day, like your Fallout yeah. Boys, and then you've got like your that's right. Um, Blink One Eighty Two. Boy did a, a cover of uh, the Kids Aren't Alright, didn't they? Oh, did they? Okay, yeah, okay. I didn't put it in there because I think Fallout Boys. I'm not a big fan. I'm not. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I like his voice though. I think. He's I quite, don't like. I his see voice. you don't that's like his voice. See, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I do quite yeah. like his voice. He's got yeah. that kind of. Yeah, I do quite like. If you were going to give... I'm, I'm going to... I'm not, I'm not doing it now. In the next episode, I'm going to sort of recast all these albums. Um, they're going to be given grades. They're not oh, going to be given okay. a number out of ten. This can be the first one um, to be given a grade as such. I'll, I'll look back at them on the next one I record, on the previous ones. I think it's going to be a lot easier than a number. Uh, and it, Obviously, it's just really personal to me yeah such, yeah, yeah, really. yeah, yeah. No, but, but for head, you yeah. as, as, as a grade as a, mm. a a letter grade what would you give Americana Americana as a grade I yeah. would say is a solid B plus oh solid B I'd plus I'd say it's a solid B plus I okay. would because it, there's not really much more you can ask from it you, you get in what Offspring do yes they've deviated a little slightly on yeah. this and that they've yeah. created a bit of a comedy element on an album because you know again you can yeah. kind of get lost in the fact that an album just has to be that serious focal point where you just... I, I don't think it does, but yeah. yeah you know I, what I mean? You can get lost in You can get lost in the moment of writing yeah. an album, maybe not for yourself sometimes, but uh, yeah, you know, if you sat around so. the studio one day and... God, my mm. missus is pissing me off. She could just do getting a job and stop nicking my money. <laughs> She's got and it starts as a joke, and do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And then like, yeah, you know, yeah, and, yeah, and you know where yeah. these songs evolve, and it's one minute, it's, yeah, she could get a job. Hang on. Why don't you get a job? Oh, turn that Beatles song off a minute. I'm just. <laughs> yeah, it's, I, I like the, the kind of the fluidity of a lot of songs yeah. that will just emerge from absolute nowhere and become sometimes. And I bet it annoys you because you could probably. We spoke about this with Weezer a lot of the time. Yes. You could probably sit there for like years and never write your stairway to heaven. But then, like, yeah. you know, you'll be sat in a garden one day and someone will give you a guitar and just say, oh, do you want a can? And then you'll just sit there and go, do I want a can? <laughs> and you know that song will go to number one and it will do your absolute nothing yeah, yeah. that tune that you've know nothing about I can always remember just as a, as a caveat to this when I was listening to Radio 1 I was definitely driving somewhere when Pretty Fly made oh. number one and I can always remember whoever it was doing the Radio 1 chart at the time phone in uh, or Dexter phones in yeah. they get him phone in yeah, like, yeah. hey you're number one on the UK charts and he was like um, yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like um, really I don't really understand why you English people have got such a connection to the song, but you know, yeah, cheers, great, <laughs> kind, yeah, brilliant thing. Um, and and I think to a somewhat, they probably were bemused by the popularity, the, the of it. popularity of of those kind of songs. But again, we get ourselves so wrapped up with like you know, like thinking of America's the all big and all powerful, you know, because you know, since mm. you've been a kid, you've watched American films, and mm-hmm. but when you go over there and you realise that they, they ain't. Clever people. <laughs> they're not. They're not. And uh, this whole yeah. confident, self-assertive attitude is only what we see in films of Americans. We don't, you know, when you meet the real ones. It's all a front. It is. It is, genuinely. And it's one thing I will say, that like, with a lot of yeah. these ones, and yeah. you'll think he's oh, just, it is. It he's is. been humble, but yeah. he's not. He's just generally a small little person from a little town in yeah. Southern California. Yeah. that as We've heard of Orange County. We've yeah. heard of, like, you know, yeah, Hollywood yeah, yeah, and all yeah, these yeah, places yeah, in yeah. California because we've yeah. watched how many TV shows, but they haven't heard of... So you know, so when they're thinking, what's some bloke in a little industrial town in the middle of England? Who, Birmingham. Yeah, oh, Aston yeah. in Birmingham. And this is what I mean. Like, yeah. This is why it'll blow their minds because, as far as they're concerned, that you know, that they're on their little 
island in the middle of nowhere and who the hell would be listening to them? It's, it's right, yeah, it is, it is. <laughs> yeah. But they aren't clever people. They're not clever people. Oh, I love you, Americans. They are. They are lovely. They are. You, you're too lovely in some respects. They, they are. You make us realise yeah. there how bad our customer service is. Uh, you do, honestly. You do um, realise that. You can't do more for us. Yeah. And I don't know if it's because you like us as, as and, English and or British It's not us being polite when we say no, thank you. We're not. You know, we're not polite. And I know that you've got your tipping element over there. Where I hate your tipping. Yeah. You can, Big like, element of like you know you're doing a good job so that I'll pay you a little bit more at the yeah, end. Yeah, I'm not a big. I, I tell you what, I ain't on board the tipping train. Yeah, I'm not on board I, that I, at all. I, the only thing I fell apart from was when it just started to get silly with it, like when you, you're giving like you know people that have literally done nothing for you a dollar for nothing. But well, no, but it's it's just standard practice, isn't it? Yeah. It's like oh well, I've gone in there, I've ordered this, I've ate it, I've had it, I need to give a tip. No, you don't. But I th- but there's people, American people. I've heard people and talking about this before, and they literally it's like, well, these people are earning minimum wage, and yeah. this is like their extra bit for man. You know, people in Britain earn minimum wage too. Yeah, but you don't. It's and the same every day. Get that extra. You bit. might do it in a pub, but you wouldn't give the bird at McDonald's a fiver and tell her to keep the change if you only had a cheeseburger, would you? I've worked all through the pandemic. I haven't had a day off. Every single day I've worked through it, and my my work, yeah, gave me seventy five quid as a oh. Christmas bonus. Now you know. It's a token gesture, but it's hardly going to... Yeah, like, it's not going to change your life. It, it yeah. ain't going to change my Christmas. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm not going to be eating caviar. <laughs> when I went for my big shop, I weren't buying caviar oh, yeah, and that, champagne. Well, yeah, that would have been 75 quid towards <laughs> the 80 quid with your vouchers that you... Yeah, that basically paid for it. I had 15 quid left to pay. Yeah. But yeah, that's that. I, I don't feel buy... so bad about having a Rocky bar, Rocky, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, Americans, we love you, but yeah. Yeah, you do, Quit you your are. tipping. But you are. It's just pay your people a normal wage. Just mm. you know, I wouldn't much rather. Yeah, actually, pay them the wage, and then because it's okay when you've got a little mom and dad pop cafe. But when you've got people like Amazon and people like that, and they're saying tip our stuff, and you're thinking, well, the... no. When you go into um, what's the big place that does the big breakfasts? Um, well, like Wendy's or Denny's or Wendy's or yeah. Denny's. Because the women in there, they're really nice, man. Mm-hmm. They're really nice. Honestly, you guys who work in there, fantastic. Love you. you. Your personality and everything when you take the orders and do the stuff is like second to none. Yeah. It's when we order and but... stop, and they look at you like, you want anything else with that? Well, I've just ordered. The... You know, just pay them. It was. We had a massage over there, and like, and like. <laughs> oh God! This is top of first world problems. There. We had yes, a massage. So, you know, I had a massage yeah, over there. It was a horrible day. We had a lovely massage, <laughs> and then like the girl. It was a girl and a mom, not together. It was just the fact that like they both worked there. So I had the young girl, and then like it wasn't a choice. And then like, she came out, and then you pay, and then I pay her, and the she's pointing at the prize. And then she's oh, tip, tip. So I've just paid you overnight. And she's like, yeah, but tip. And so you give her like $5. And then a mum stands there next to you and she puts her hand out and says, tip for me? Why am I tipping you? I didn't, tip culture, man. You didn't nah. give me the hand job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, I think it just ties you into a very, you know, and then you're looked at as the shameful one if you don't. And then, look, bloke in New York and he was like buying bottles of Budweiser and like leaving $10 on the bar every bottle he bought. And I'm just thinking, well, the bottle what? of beer is probably like four or five dollars, you know, in New York probably four or five. 
And, think, and then he just, yeah, like, yeah. I think they treat it differently, drinks, like with Americans, whether it's almost class. I'm out for a drink tonight, and I don't right. care. Let's just get one thing straight, man. We're going off on a tangent here. Oh, massively. Americans, you can't drink. When I bought four vodkas, <laughs> and then the bloke's bringing me the tab, and like, you know, we've only been in the pub an hour. <laughs> we've been there for an hour. Like, oh, it's like, yeah, we... We... <laughs> no, I've had four vodkas. That's a starter. Four no. vodkas, and that's me and Laura, you know, like, yeah, two yeah, each. Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah, got yeah, yeah, yeah. four vodkas. And he's like, yeah, but your bills come to over $100. Fucking $100. What the fuck are you bringing me? I'll refresh them myself. <laughs> you you them yeah. Just give me the bottle. Look at myself. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's proper off course. Yeah, that really is. So um, American. So, so, little Sally, he was giving the B plus to Americana. Yeah, yeah I, would say, um, I would say. I'll be honest. Uh, listening to it earlier, I was fully honestly when I started listening to this album, I was two tracks in. I was fully on board with giving it a D. Oh. But but listening to it more, and I love that last track. I yeah, love it. That's yeah. bumped it up a bit. It's a solid C, man. It, it, for me, it's a solid C. It's probably it's not going to change your life. But genre wise, it's kind of what it should be. Yeah. And as I said before, you know, at, at least they haven't turned it into a Broadway musical. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that's, yeah. There's some credit to be uh, yeah, taken from that. Definitely. definitely. Um, we've got to end this somewhere, so we'll we'll kind of end it now. A quick one. This is just a really quick one now. Yeah, just right at the end. Um, this ain't going to be the song to class out. Anything from the last year that's piqued your interest music-wise? Uh, Janice Stark. Janice Stark? Yeah, really, really random. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were a band from, they were around like 20 years ago they were like a big band they came yeah. from like the English Dogs they were a big punk band yeah, yeah, yeah. but they released an album earlier this year and it's a complete breakaway okay. let's text it to change your mind I think it's called and it's yeah. a really really good well put together album anything like mainstream like chart music or oh. anything anything Dua Lipa's put out over the last year have been classed oh yeah, oh yeah Cardi B whack yeah. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Love the whack. Um, come on then, let's have a song. Plow out, man. Oh, anything, anything you want in the whole wide world. Oh, don't know. Oh. Put that bad habit on. Put the, you know to play. We've spoke about it. I don't think. Put the, the okay, yeah. <laughs> bad habit by Offspring. Yeah. <laughs> Low daddy, low dada, life goes on. Ah. Original prankster. (laughs) 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 Yes, this is the first episode of 2021. There's going to be more coming. Happy New Year, guys. Yeah, Happy New Year. I hope you, I hope you got everything you wanted. I hope Liam Gallagher was Christmas number one. <laughs> Shout out to your tier four. <laughs> tier four? <laughs> Who even knew there was one until Man, four o'clock this afternoon? Apparently Islander in tier five. What's that? Yeah, they've been in that since the potato famine. Well, yeah, I know. It's <laughs> the potato famine. Um, good stuff. I watched Mrs. Brown's Boys for a little bit last night. I wish they were in tier five. Oh, yeah. good Lord. Kill I wish me. you were in tier five Kill for watching me. that. Oh. Yeah? Shocking. Great stuff. You got anything left? No. Thank no. you very much. Merry Christmas. And as I say, Happy New Year to all of the listeners and subscribers. Press the subscribe button. Yeah, we do We need that. you to press the subscribe button. Press the subscribe button. button. Um, jukebox, jukeboxpod at gmail.com. Follow on Instagram. Follow on Facebook. Yes. We've got Twitter now. I've got no followers. Um... And drop a review, a review on Apple iTunes or whichever provider you're using. 
Get, get him on the it. list, guys. Get him on the list. It. Support your independent. Hey, you said a bit of boxing earlier. Joshua or Fury? Fury, I Oh, we'll die.